The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I've not plugged the thing in. I've not plugged the thing in. Hang on. Oh, bugger. I've not plugged it. You have to listen to it to my speakers. Balls. I've not plugged the thing in. Got to listen to it through the... Plugged it in. Oh, jeez. That's too late. We missed, we missed that. Oh, three, four, four. Thanks for the cough, Kath. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The late, it's nice to see Lizzie Cundy. Little bit because t- we, me and Kath, really enjoyed the um, Shirley Valentine thing, and I, t- I told her we thought it was great. It was good that program. I tell you why that program was so good, and this, we were talking to Lizzie about this. It wasn't snarky. There was no snarkiness. It was. I'm watching Kath trying to do the cameras. She ain't got a clue. There was no snarkiness. It was just. Um, it was just nice. I took a strange vibe tonight, guys. That's it. That you've gone out too far. Give us a thumbs up when you're ready, Sam. Stop. A little bit of toast. Do you remember that song? Yeah. Singing that a lot today. Poor young, isn't it? A little bit of toast. Yeah. No. No. Don't. Don't try and out music trivia me. All right. I'll out music trivia you. Right. Um, it's not music trivia, but I heard this today. I, I heard this today. This is great. You've got to tell me. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a bit of a shonky show tonight. I feel. Um, all right, so you've got to tell me, um, um, hang on a minute, got to tell me, yeah, you have got to tell me, no, not that voice anymore, okay, right, hang on a minute, can, um, okay, so I need to, um, oh, bloody hell, this was going to be good when I had the idea in my car. Um, this isn't going to work. I need you to go and st- I need you to step outside and not listen to. I need you to step outside. Happily. Sam, have you got any like music you could play for like thirty seconds while I find something? The um, oh, just play Talk Sport. Can you? Can you? Can you get the Talk Sport feed? Play the Talk Sport feed until I give you the thumbs up, and make sure that you can't in there hear me. Oh man, this is what a terrible, what a terrible start. So we'll get to Croatia, right? Turn my mic off about that, and of course, uh, we'll be speaking to the host of the Tech Addicts podcast for our inspect your gadget feature, which we have on. The... No, Josh still not. <laughs> man, how late is Josh tonight? Gadget, we, uh... we, we start. Come back in now. That was talk sport. So here we go. Uh, what I need to know, and you can't look at my computer screen, Catherine. What? This is one of the most famous songs in the world. Yes. It's not the original version. It's sung by the guy that wrote it. Uh-huh. What's the song? Who's the artist? Here we go. Okay, there you go. That's the, the, it's not the original version. Here we go. Let's see. It's the song and the, one of the most biggest selling songs of all time. Here we go. But what is the song? Who's the artist? Um, is it It Only Takes a Minute, Girl? <laughs> oh, you're being serious. No! Oh, three, four, 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 Give me nine. more. 
Well, no, if I give you any more... You, you, a little bit more, come on. Well, no, because then you'll... No, 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 because then it goes into the singing. Mm. And the singing will give it away. Is it, um... It's great. I heard this today. It's great. I've forgotten about this. Give me a bit Oh, what a night. So it's... So it's it, now, there is a connection with that. Is there? There is. It, do you know what? It's produced by the same person. Um, it, it, but it's... Um, anyway, here we go. Right. Nice. It's a bit of reggae beat. Steel drums coming in. What is the song? Who is the singer? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine. Oh, that's a song! A thousand! I tell you who are idiots, right? You're not all idiots. Some of you are idiots that do this. Most of you are just having your minds controlled by the man, right? And you think that you're free thinkers. You think... You've been told to think that you're free thinkers. You've been told to think that you are individuals. You, uh, you have been told to think that you are making healthy life choices. Who am I talking about? Vapists. Vapists. People what have been sold the myth and the lies about vaping, right? And I've got real beef with vaping. And, and finally, I have some clarity. I've kind of, I've kind of always sort of vaguely known the book. I've got the clarity on this, right? Because me and Kath were talking about it because it was on Julia Hartley Brewer's show. Yeah, she did a good job, actually. Yes! She, she ripped the She's guy great. from Philip Morris, a new one. Now, Philip Morris is their the, they're smoke... Tobacco company. Tobacco yeah. company, right? And here's the thing that you suckers don't know, Right? Or the ones of you that do know don't think it's important, but it is important, right? The people that make cigarettes... The problem with cigarettes always as an industry was um, highly addictive, great. Cost a fortune, a load of money for the people that make them, great. But they, the, the users die. Here's the thing. It's, 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 it's a wonderful, wonderful product because you have, a, you have three of those. You're hooked... Um, and uh, you spend a load of money. I know it goes into tax, but the companies make a load of profit. But the downside always was that they, they are killing their users. So you've got to constantly spend money on recruiting new users, new customers, new clients to buy your cigarettes. I was a smoker for a long time, man. Not, a, not actually that long, really. Maybe about 12, 13, 12 years, something like that. Um, so not a long time, but I spoke to a fair bit, uh, and it's the, 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 it's an industry where they just have to keep um, signing up more and more people because the, the the ones that are spending all the money are dying, right? And it's been for decades. The cigarette industry is thinking, well, how this is? How do we solve this problem of the, of killing everybody that uses our product? So they came up with the most ingenious way of doing it, right? They came up with an electronic cigarette. So you've got one cigarette, right? And you plug it into your computer or wherever you plug it into before you plug it into your mouth hole. Um, and you constantly have to buy crap for it. Juices. Juices, I think they call it. Vape juice, right? And here's the thing. 
as far as we know, it doesn't kill you. It certainly doesn't kill people on the same scale as cigarettes. It is less dangerous, we think at the moment, we don't know, the world. The words cigarettes. of the Philip Morris yeah. guy, and they choose their words super carefully. They have to. He said it's less harmful. That's not saying right. it's not harmful, right. it's less harmful. And also, it's still brand new. For, like, the first 300 years of smoking, people thought it was good for you. Um, so they, what they've done is they have invented um, an electronic cigarette that is less harmful to you. And, oh, hang on a minute. If you're trying to stop buying our cigarette products that are killing you because you want to get a bit healthy, well, 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 well no, no, but before you leave the store, come back. Why don't you buy one of our other products that are less harmful to you? They don't cure you of your addiction. They don't stop you smoking. They certainly don't kill you as quickly, if at all. But just keep giving us money. In fact, we're going to make more money off of these things than we ever made off of cigarettes. And also, uh, we're going to convince the government that this stuff should be on the NHS. So we're going to get the government to buy this crap off of us and give it out almost as a medicine. Imagine the sheer gojones of a company that's been killing hundreds of thousands, millions of people over the decades that then kind of does a smoke and mirrors thing and points to this new product that we don't know how dangerous it is. There are, there are dangers. Coats your lungs in kind of a plastic film. There are dangers. Not as harmful as smoking, but there are dangers. But we're going to sell that to you at an inflated price and then we're going to get the government to buy, buy it off us and put it on the NHS as well. And by putting it on the NHS, that makes it sound healthy. It's not healthy for you, right? And also, it normalises addiction. And Someone will phone up and say, well, what would you rather? Would you rather your kids smoked cigarettes or vaped? Well, I'd rather they did neither, right? Because th- they both are addictive. They're addictive. That... <laughs> They're addicted. You look more of a knob if you're vaping. You look like an absolute bell cheese. Everybody who vapes looks like a massive bell cheese. And I just want to go up to you and just not physically harm you, but just go, oh, you look so stupid. You're in the car. And the car in front is like flipping Thomas the Tank Engine jacking off. Just billows of smoke coming out. For God, it's not smoke, it's vape. It's smoke. It looks like smoke. It's smoke. You idiots. Now, I I used to be against all vapists, right? But I think some of them, some of them are idiots, and they, they they know this, but they're in the pay of the man. They're in the pay of the man. I got, I did, I talked about vaping about four or five years ago. And I had so many tweets, angry tweets from vapists because they put it on a forum. But nearly all of these vapists had their own vape channel, you sick deviants. Simon, call in instead of tweeting me, you absolute bell cheese. 0344 499 Ian Lee talking a rubbish about vaping. Says the man in, who is, uh, you're either a co-conspirator or you're thick. You're one of those two, Simon. Tell me what I've said. Tell me one thing I've said, Simon, and not on Twitter. Phone up. At least smokers had the balls to phone up. Vapists haven't. Tell me one thing I've said that is rubbish. 
one thing I've said that is rubbish. It normalises addiction, right? Kids, kids see that and they go, oh, that looks all right. That looks cool. Same they did with, as we did with cigarettes. That looks cool. Oh, that looks cool. Oh, and you can plug it. You can plug it into a computer, like a jo- like a joypad. I'll have some of that. And it's addictive. It's got. They've got some of them have got nicotine in, which is addic- the whole thing is addictive. Uh, and some of you vapists are good people, and you've bought into the myth that um, this is a great way of getting off smoking. It isn't. It isn't. Stop smoking. I know it's hard. You stop smoking, Kath. Mm-hmm. Unless something mum and dad aren't listening, because I didn't know. You're a smoker. How did you stop? I just stopped doing it. There I read go. Alan Carr's Easy Way to I Stop Smoking. I read Alan, Carr, e- Alan Carr's Easy Way to Stop Smoking, right? My husband used to smoke the most... Dis- used to smoke Mayfairs. That's yeah. a determination to smoke. Yeah. He stopped because yeah. of that book. Here's the thing, right? It's really, really difficult to stop smoking. I know. I tried so many times. But it's possible to do... Uh, and I didn't do it with patches, I didn't do it with gum. They're all just substitutes. They're all substitutes. You're all still giving money to the man, right? You're all still giving money to the man. Welcome to Paul Squires, who's just joined us from LBC. Since Ian Collins has left LBC, it's gone mega dull. I'm going to give have to give Ian Lee a go. Used to love listening to me years ago. Should be interesting. Barry from Watford's coming up in a second. I can see him on my switchboard, Paul Squires. So nothing's changed. Do you think he likes a robot dong? Um, let's let's ask. Barry, do you like sucking on a robot dick? <laughs> Sounds like he does. <laughs> I beat it now. Hey! You're an idiot. Popcorn lung. Exactly. You guess the thing you get is popcorn lung, Pop- isn't it? Popcorn lung. Also a great band from 1978. Weren't they wonderful? Um, Got their second album on vinyl. Barry Court was in it, wasn't it? Popcorn Lang. Barry Court. Oh, it's it's a year. Do you know what? It's a year to the day that we lost Barry Court. And do you know how I remember that? Because we we lost him on the 16th anniversary of the 11th of September attacks in New York. Oh, well, you know, what a way to go, wasn't it? He was, well, he wasn't involved in the um, uh, 11th of September attacks. No, that was a vicious rumour. Yeah, I know. No, what I mean when he went hoist by his own petard, literally. Literally. Tell him what happened to him. Well, tragic. Tell him what happened to him. Well, he was, he was on um, his, uh, his yacht. He was, yacht. he was on his yacht using his host pipe. His yacht, of course, Barry, was called? Miranda. Yes, he was on Miranda. He was yes. hosing down the deck. Yes, he was uh, hosing down Miranda. Yes, um, because she was covered in all kinds of gunk. Yes. And detritus. Yes. And she had crease all the way around her bowsprit. Right up her um The rear end was what was basically ruined. Yeah, the it was, it was, it, 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 thing is, he'd back Miranda into a dock and her rear end was smashed to pieces. Is it true there were other oh. seamen present? Oh, I was just about to say that seamen all over her. And at one stage, I remember, there were all these um, carbuncles on her bottom. Oh, no. And they had to fish her out and scrape away, scrape away. It's all shells, sea fish, you yes. know, all the lot. Anyway, so what if I might take up the story? Please do! He's on Miranda, scrubbing away, and what happened was one of the planks give way. He fell through... 
and he ended up right, you know, right in the right in the middle of a yeah, yeah. drowned. Yes, and of course he had there. a small he had a small French bomb from the 16th century in the boat, yeah. his petard, yeah. and yeah. Uh, that that it turns out that was live. It was live, and he was literally hoist. Well, I say hoist, he was blown to bits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, the, here's yeah. the thing, and because those those petards are so small, because well, and because he liked to he liked to um, clean Miranda naked, he fell yeah. back on it. It went up his jacksy, <laughs> and then that <laughs> set it off. It blew off in his ass. What a way to go! The, the popcorn lung was the last thing on his mind. No, so. But the carbuncles I mean, went. So I mean, the carbuncles went. But basically, he went down on Miranda, and that oh. was it, really. Yeah. You know, and what a way to go! Blown by Miranda, and he yep. went down, and that was it, really. Yep. Yep. yep oh well, that's all ending to well, wonderful, wonderful fella. Thank you for a lovely call, Barry. Was, Is that was, it? Well, did you have something to say? Well, I wanted to flog my new oh. viral thing that's <sighs> out there. Is it, what, AIDS? <laughs> what a 90s sort of joke Yeah, that I know. Is. I, was, I was, that was a throwback. I wouldn't have made a joke about it in the 90s. Oh, good God, no. No. Well, you, you had it in that. Anyway, listen, the thing is... <laughs> Come on, um, now. Yes. Along with popcorn luck. Yes. Leave it there. Leave it there. You phoned in to, Would you like to play our music competition? Eh? What song is this? What... It's about... Just explain... Yeah, so I'm going to play the introduction to a song. It's one of the most famous songs in the world, but it's not the original version. Right. But it is done by the guy... That wrote it. What's Good the song? God. Who's the singer? Here we go. Good God. Here it comes. Oh. He's got it. Is it? He's got it. Oh, my God. What is that? Oh, I thought you had it then. It's not Burt Bacharach or something, is it? It's not Burt Bacharach. Oh, Catherine God. thinks Have... she knows. No, I thought it was, don't go changing. No, that'd be so stupid. It's very difficult, mate, isn't it? It's tricky. Uh, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. What does... What does... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Ready? I'll go first. I'll go first. Slightly out of time. Yeah, I know. Here comes Barry with some crap that he wants to sell to us. (laughs) Here comes Barry with some crap that he wants to sell to to us. It'll be a crappy video he's filmed in the front room and put on the internet. He thinks cos it's on YouTube that it is viral, but no one will watch it because it's shit. He's not as funny as he used to be in 2005. Uh, uh. Your turn, here we go. Here we go. Barry's turn. If you remember... Oh, no, no, not yet. Not, not yet. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Hey, your turn. 
That's a bit rich for you to say and be a bitch about my talents. I turned on the radio while I was on the box about five minutes ago. You had no material, in fact, you had to turn on to another station. It ain't gonna win the Sony. Very, very poor. You are a whore. Wow, can I go What the heck? That's libelous. So what's this, what's this internet viral sensation you've got for us? I've done a funny thing, and if anyone wants... Will you play it out? Well, you, the, well what, what, where do I find it? On my Twitter page, Barry from what? Barry from what? Hang on a minute. And oh. it's going like wildfire. OK, OK, let's it's, have a... It's going like... What would it... It might have to, It's a voiceover ride, John. OK, well, should I play it now? If you don't mind. All right, let's see. Here we go. OK. Playing. Here it comes. Okay, Barry, you ready? Yeah, Reggie. It's all good. It's a carpet right TV. Yeah. Just take one, whenever you want. Carpet right has all the bargains for this spoke on the run roof. shake pile and linos. 15% off, so let's be on the Well, it's not bad. Not a bad start, yeah. Barry, but it just needs to be a bit clearer. Clearer? Yeah, maybe a okay. bit slower. Slower, okay. Go for take two? Yeah, take two. All right, whenever you want. Carpet right has all the bargains for this bank holiday weekend. Axminster, and Rhinos. 15% off sale in bank holiday Monday. Yeah, Barry, it's just not that clear for the listener. Really? Know? Yeah. Well, what's the problem? It's kind of difficult to understand what you're saying. Oh, I'll have another go. Rolling. Does this take three? Okay. Carpet riders, all the bargain for this bank holiday weekend. Fifteen percent off Friday's bank holiday Monday. Oh, Barry, I'm sorry, it's not really getting any better, is it? What? Which bit? Well, all of it, to be honest. Maybe we should do this line by line. All right. Yeah, let's have another go. Carpet right has all the bargain for the Frank Holiday Monday weekends. Axminster, Frank, Barl and Linos. 15% off. Silent Bank Holiday Monday. I'm not sure this is going to work, Barry. Well, you're an arsehole, mate. I didn't realise it was a documentary. I thought it was a... I thought there was a comedy piece you were you were promoting. <laughs> they can laugh for it on the internet. Have they? Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's humorous. Flipping it! It's had a hundred and seventy-nine thousand views by Barry. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, of course, you remembered to press the monetize button before you posted it, didn't you? Because then you get a pound it's, per view. You're joking. Yeah, you got to press... What you do now is you press... You, you, you've got to look for it. There's a button that says, do you wish to monetize this, yes or yeah. no? And well, it, I do, yeah. Well, you can't, you, you've got to do it before you post it. You click yes, and then you get a pound per view straight into your bank account. You're joking. Yeah, you did that, didn't you? 
Did you? Billionaire now. Well, okay. Well, enjoy the money. That's, that's not nearly 180 grand you've made. <laughs> right. You should be, what, what are you going to spend it on, Baza? Um, a, ho- a holiday. Yeah. A, a Rolls yeah. Royce. Yes. Some clothes. Oh, you're going to yeah. have such a great time. Your Margaret's going to be so tough with you. Oh, no, no, for sure, a good time. You fancy coming round, celebrate? Um, not after last time, mate, when when I came <laughs> round and she was dressed up as a French maid and hadn't forgot to put her knickers on. <laughs> no, thank you, Barry. <laughs> you go and celebrate. Go and make love to your old wife because you're 180 grand richer. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. No, no, Barry. No, no, love you. No, no, Okay, well, they don't work every time. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, two things to tell you. Me and um, Catherine are doing a show in London. Yeah. Sunday, December the 9th, 6 o'clock in the evening till 8 o'clock. And we kind of did like, like they call a soft launch. Um, If you go to my website, ianlee.com, you can sign up for a uh, a newsletter. Uh, By the way, Darren, Alan, Hannah and Mick, stay there, come to me. And uh, so we just mailed it out to them, and we've sold a third of the tickets already, which is over a third of the tickets now. Uh, so if you want to come and see us, London, it's our only London show for the rest of this year, then uh, uh, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee. Um, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee. And also, completely separate from me, uh, from Catherine, from this station, I've decided to do another podcast with a bloke called Elton McManus. It's really geeky. Very niche. You look what? Well, because you have no loyalty. No, so... no, not at all. I mean, and because it's 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 a, it's a it's a it's a very specialist podcast. It's um looking at time for travel. Men. Shut up. It's for looking at time travel movies. Yeah. First episode. You might like it, Sam. First episode is called The Flicks Capacitor. Get it? Yes, man. Um, Emil um, Franchi came up with that. I know. Uh, and you wouldn't I, think he'd be one. iTunes, all your usual places. Episode one, we're doing next. We've done one. The first one's about the movie Triangle. Second one is about the movie Ark, which is coming out. We're coming out. We're going to do that one soon. Uh, we're still asking, though, does anybody know what this song is? Here we go. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Alistair. Oh, hang on, we'll go to you in a minute, because you came on last. Sorry, you were up there first, but you came on there last, so we'll go to you in a bit. Let's do the people that called in first. Darren. Hi. Hi. Hello, Ian. How, howdy, Ian. Howdy, 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 ho, ho. I'm, I'm a first-time caller in one respect, Ian. Well, in, in the respect that you haven't called phrases. if you let us. Okay, please do, Darren. Sober for a month. That doesn't make you that that, that doesn't make you a no, first time no. caller. It's a first time caller sober. Hey, Darren! <laughs> cheers. Get it? That don't say cheers. It's a trigger word. Um, what do you mean by the trigger word? Oh, it's a joke. It's a joke about drinking. Oh, All right, oh, I missed it. Missed okay, it. I look forward no, to. No, you know that. how that come about as well. If you don't mind us uh, telling you, I don't mind oh, you uh, us uh, telling me. Thank you. You're welcome. I talked to the doctor the other week, um, yeah. and 
I thought if one bottle of wine per night, which don't crave alcohol through the day because I'm self-employed, so I don't not drink through the day, yes. was nothing. But anyway, I told the, told the doctor, and it flashed up on the computer um, about oh, all sorts of things. So I just stopped. I've stopped, I good. And so how long, how long, when was your last drink? Been a month. You must be thirsty. No, you know what it is, I'm going to meet niece's wedding to her wife yeah. at the weekend. Yeah. And uh, I even set the wall ass. I said, look, I'm going to have a pint then. She went, you're not, like, so... Oh, well, good. No, well, I'm not going to see I'm glad you're so determined. Well, that's it's great news. It's going to be hard to see all the family pissed. So, so, oh, excuse me, yellow card. Yep. Um, yep. Other thing, the, the vape thing... Yeah. All my family have changed to those things, and you're right what you say. The, the research is not... It's, initially, it's been done, but it's not good enough. No. Um, I'm a smoker myself, but it, all it is to me is another scam. It's, it, it's, it's, it's the, the, it, you're, paying, you're giving yeah. more money to the same people yeah. over a longer period of time. It's Absolutely, just another, yeah. it's another way of drug pushing. It's another way of hustling, mm. uh, hustling mm. you. Good it's point. a con. Cheers, Ali. It's an absolute um, con. Spend your money on your kids. Spend your money on holidays. No. Spend your money on whatever. But don't give it to those idiots. And you know the people that run the cigarette mm. companies. They don't vape. Yeah. They don't smoke. They're the people that work in cigarette companies. They don't smoke. So what, the rally discovered it, I believe, and I bet he didn't even smoke. I think he loved it, actually. He loved a bit of it. Yeah. I'm so just going to go. You carry on talking. I'm just going to go and do the air con because it's boiling, but I can hear you. Go on. <laughs> no, it's... Um, in this, this is just a daft question. When I was younger, I was used to move paper around when I used to go out and buy a single, which were about three quid. Yes. Every week, every weekend. And do you know the first single I bought? Go on. Senses working overtime. XTC, Andy Partridge, great single. What yeah, was the B man. side? The, then I can't remember to be fair. Okay. Um, and then we petite. Actually, I kept buying number one. So petite, the finest girl you do. I bought that because uh, there was an advert with him made at a plaster scene, wasn't there? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that one I mean, now. I, I that one. Um, like, that one had a none of them. Was Sorry. it that? Then what was the B? Did they or did they release? Did they release higher and higher as a separate single, or was that the B side? Honestly, I have no idea. I don't even think. I God damn it, man! Why did you never look at the B sides? Um, to be honest, I'm not sure uh, because I just like the I, I like the original. And then by the following week, paper round, I'd buy the next single. I had a pile full of singles which were thrown away, and I'm gutted about that now. And also, I had a collector's item, right? It was the J. Giles Band album. Right, okay. Um, uh, scratched a bit by me, well, only 30, money. Why is that collectible, though? A scratched uh, record? Apparently, apparently, it was a, well, apparently, it was a good album that you couldn't really get hold of. I'm not well, sure. Hang on, you can get the J. Giles album anywhere. No, this was the original. I can't even say it on the name of the uh, album. Was okay. Well, I'm getting bored now, Darren, but thanks for your call. I appreciate it. No worries. Ta-ta. Um, let's go to Mick. Good evening, Mick. Yeah, babe. Job's done. Job's done. Sorry? Hello? Hello, Mick. Hello, guys. Yeah. I was just in the middle of somewhere then. Okay, well, do you want to go back to it or do you want to talk to me? No, I've just finished. Well, Hello? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, I'm just a little bit. All right, thanks very much, Mick. Cheers. Let's go to Hannah. Good evening, Hannah. Hiya. Yep. I think I know the phone. Go on then. I think it's Neil Diamond. What? Oh, I'm a believer. What do you reckon, Kath? I don't know. There we go. Let's, uh, let's, let's have a little listen and find out. Here we go. <laughs> 
Yes, reggae, I'm a believer from 1979. It's great. It's Yes Man. Here we go. New lyrics here. made to stand with Listen to the chicks in the backing vocals and the chorus. This is all right. What's the use in trying? Yes, man. All you get is pain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I needed sunshine, I there got go. rain. Then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. Not a trace. Put down your mind. I'm in love. And I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her if I tried. Not if I tried. It's great, man. Well done, yeah, Hannah. You win a million pounds. Oh, when do I get it? Yeah, sure, yeah. It's this great Neil Diamond album that I got that my dad used to have, and I've forgotten it. It's, it's insane. His albums in the 70s are insane, right? Um, and he, he kind of got into sort of reggae, but like weird reggae. Um, listen to this. Listen to this song, right? This is epic. I remember hearing this as a kid, and it scared me. This isn't reggae, by the way. He got very pretentious and pompous in the mid to late 70s. Here we go. I'm singing this song for the men in your prisons and jails. Yes, Neil! Jonathan from Swansea. So I dedicate it to. Junkies and juicers and every But the chorus, the chorus... Juices. Junkies and juices. The chorus comes out of nowhere. It's like, whoa, where did you do that? For every outlaw who's got no place left to go. He's got a message for them. Surprising message. Who good Lord loves you. That came out of nowhere. It's great. Good Lord loves you. Who good Lord he loves you so. It's a great song, right? Then you skip right to the end. So it's all this upbeat. Um, you know, it's all talking, things about the downtrodden, the unfortunate, um, and it's quite triumphant, a bit gospelly. In itself. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Then, it, then it's got a really downbeat ending. The good Lord loves you. 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 The good Lord. Downbeat ending. Absolute buzzkill. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm going through a massive Neil Diamond jag at the moment. I love it. 
I'm loving diamond. Diamond is the diamond is rough, but I want to smooth the diamond. Um, let's. We're going to talk to. Um, remember, we had the the lad on yesterday who's a reincarnationist. We can have the lady on tonight at eleven, who's um, she is convinced her mum has come back to her as a robin. Yeah, Wendy Fry. Um, I'm looking forward to that. We'll have a little bit of that. That'd be nice. Uh, let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Evening, Ian. Evening, Alistair. Just wanted to let you know that um, you know the first night you let me back on. Yes. Well, um, since then I've not drunk. Excellent news. Well done. Congratulations. Congratulations. So um, I'm feeling uh, a lot, lot better. Good. And um, so that's the first thing. I was going to enter that music competition, but I would have got the answer wrong, I'm afraid. Yeah, well, it's a good job uh, that you didn't enter the competition. Do you know what I was going to say? Obviously not. <laughs> you are the sunshine of my life. Thanks very much. But what what song were you going to say? Oh, yes, man! <laughs> You got it. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Uh, Alistair, stay tuned. I'm going to play... It's a bit musicy tonight. I don't care. Can I play some? I heard this on the Tim Heidecker podcast, right, a bit of it. And I thought, oh, that's amazing. And I found it. Can I blow your mind with a bit of music? Well, you can try. Um, no, I'm going to blow your mind with a bit of music. This is stunning, right? It's a song you know. You, you, know, you, you personally know one of the artists behind this. Oh. 50% of this act you know, you've met, and you've hung out with. Right. You never heard it like this. Turn the microphones off, Sam. Listen to this. When I wake up, well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I heave yeah, I know no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's heavering to you. But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door. When I'm working, yes, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's working hard for you. And when the money. Comes in for the work I do, I'll pass almost every penny on to you. When I come home, oh, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who comes back home to you. And if I grow old, well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's growing old with you. But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more just to be the man who walks a thousand miles to fall down at your door. <laughs> When I'm lonely, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who's lonely without you. And when I'm dreaming, well, I know I'm going to dream, I'm going to dream about the time when I'm with you. When I go out, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who goes along with you. And when I come home, yes, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who comes back home with you. 
I'm gonna be the man who's coming home with you. But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more just to be the man who walks a thousand miles to fall down at your door. Just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door. And that's something else. I had about 20 seconds of that on Tim Heidecker's podcast this week, which is a great podcast, by the way. Office Hours. I've got to chase up Doug, Doug Pound and see if he'll still come on the show. Trying to get Neil Hamburger on the show as well, guys. He's got a new album coming out. Me and Kath have heard one of the tracks, and it's, uh, it's mind-blowing. Um, but that is incredible, isn't it? That is incredible. And you think, yeah, the Proclaimers are a good band, you know. But you listen to that stuff, that's amazing. I had that on repeat this afternoon. That just blew me away. It's incredible. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. I'm struggling to get a bit of a vibe going tonight. Feels a bit disjointed. I'm not quite sure why, but that's the way it goes. Let's take this call. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello, I didn't know you were doing calls straight to air. I saw you flash up. I saw Sam was talking to another caller. I thought, I'm going to speak to Jack. Oh, OK. Well, you caught me off guard, but anyway... Um, you phoned in! How could you be off guard? Yeah. You phoned in! You knew someone okay, was going to answer! On guard! Um, I've, got a, um, I've got a radio question for you. OK, beautiful. They're the best kind of questions. Um, you know the delay that you've got? Yes. Ten second delay. Seven second delay. Fourteen seconds. Oh, but yes, it? yeah, yeah. We got double delay. How, there you go. How does yeah. the? Yeah. Oh, maybe you've just answered it. What? How does the delay um, pick back up again after you've dumped it? I'll tell you exactly how it does it. It stretches gaps. Really? Yeah. So we'll do the delay now. So we're going to do the old trick. We'll count up to ten, and on number eight, I'm going to press the delay, the dump button. Okay. So one, two. Three, nine, ten. So at home, you probably heard me count to one, maybe to one and two, and then it jumped to nine and ten. So now we're now in delay. We now now we got no delay. Okay, let's assume we got no delay now. We got a little bit, but we got no, assume we got no delay. So what the computer is doing? This is how it's explained to me, and I don't understand it. But what the computer is doing, and I'm deliberately talking fast, is the computer is looking for gaps in the between the words. So when there is silence, it gets those silences and it stretches it by a little bit, by a little bit, by a little bit, by a little bit, until eventually uh, the delay is built back back up. Sam, have we picked up any of the delay yet? Is, is, have we picked up all of the delay now? Well, I'm not. There's no gaps. There's a big gap. So it just gets the gaps and it stretches it. I don't know how it does it. Uh, I don't know how that, that works. With my mind. Uh, well, I know, and I know that when I used to, uh, when I worked on a music station, and I would hit the dump button and then play a record. Sometimes it would stretch the record out, and you'd hear it because there were no gaps in it. Mm. You'd hear the record. You, you know, time would go a little bit elasticy wasticky. 
Um, so that's how yeah, it does it. I never hear your voice like slowing down or something. No, uh, uh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. It's um, but th- 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 that's that's kind of how it works, really. And it means that that, that scumbags and racists can't come on and spout yeah. their evil filth. Okay, that's brilliant. That was the first question. The oh, second question. Oh, God, yes. Um, that, how, this is the how, final one. How to win listeners, um, yes. Yes, hello. I didn't know that um, AA or NA or CA or OA or GA or whatever, yes. um, I didn't know that it was a religious, um, spiritual type of well, you said you've said two you've said two words that don't necessarily go hand in hand. Yeah, that's fair enough. Actually, it's, uh, it's not religious, right? Because this is when when you were talking about it yesterday or whenever yeah. you you were yeah. talking about how you were um, saying you you were comfortable with saying the word God and and yes. so I started researching it and I'm looking at this twelve step thing and yeah. I'm completely ignorant. I know nothing about it, okay. but um, I just di- I didn't know. That it was um, it's not. that that sort of approach. It's not. So, but what just sort by, of approach is it? Well, uh, uh, I feel I've answered this so many times. Do you um, are you an alcoholic or an addict in any way? No. Then don't worry about it. <laughs> Honestly, don't worry about it. Don't 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 because it'll it'll just stress you and confuse you and get you angry. And there's no need for it to stress you or confuse you or get you angry. Suffice to say, in one of the readings that we read at the, the top of every meeting, we say mm. this is a spiritual, not a religious organisation. Right. That's it. My suggestion would be they print the word God with a capital G. I would I would suggest that they print it with a with a lowercase G. Um, mm. And the guy that started it, Bill W, was you know was coming from a religious perspective, but it ain't religious, and that's it. Right. So don't okay. let okay, it, yeah. don't let it worry you. Let let, it, let let us let us lot let us let us junkies and boozers sort it out. You don't need to worry about it, Jack. Well, it's only because I meet a lot of a lot of people oh. day to day, and I just think you, you know, look at you look of... at you meeting people day to day. He says, "Oh, meeting I'd people like now is it." To... To, to know a bit about that side of recovery, really, but well, don't um, just don't yeah, just okay. sit there and read the twelve steps because the twelve steps, what the list, the, the list of the twelve steps or the actual. Yeah, it came up. It came up. Nah, don't, well, don't read that because it, it, unless you've got someone to explain it to you, it don't, it's confusing. Can I make a suggestion? Hello, Catherine. If you're interested from a kind of academic, you know, interesting point of view, and I've read this mm. book, it's great. Russell Brand's recovery is quite interesting. It kind of breaks it all down into everyday, oh, okay, you know, stuff. You know, basically, yeah. it'll do step one. I recognise that I've effed up and I need to un-eff myself. Yeah. All that stuff. Hope that answers your question, Jack. Thanks very much indeed. Let's go to Carol. Good evening, Carol. Hello, are you? Oh, hey, Carol. I, uh, I am but a fool. You was all right. I recovered from my cocaine and sex party at the weekend. Did you have a nice time? We, oh, it was absolutely insane. I was I could I was sore as a door after that. I could I could I could only just start walking today. Did you remember your condoms? Um I you re- don't know what you don't want to end up in the top floor at the hospital. Not the know. top floor. I remembered them for the, the um the strangers. The people I was yeah, close to. Looking ah! a sniff that? isn't good enough. No, no, looking a sniff you you can't tell. You can't 
You can't tell. You can't but tell. You're going to end up with a cauliflower coconut in a few months. Okay. Or what? Can you? No, uh, uh, we, I made sure everybody washed their private parts in Dettel and we, were, we all double-bagged it. Good. Um, because you don't want any cons- unexpected consequences. We don't want babies you and we don't want diseases. No, we do. It was just a party. Just a party. Um, just a party. Have a nice time. Lovely time. Um, Next time, can you give me a bit more warning? Oh, of course we will. Yeah, you're... you're... And tell me where you live, because I, I, I can't go to a party. I don't know your house. Car- oh. Carol, you're coming. We were all looking at your picture online. I know you dirty buggers. Yep, we go. She's calling me a Did dirty you like bugger. me? Yes, I liked you. I'll tell you what, yeah. when I got picture took, I was like a plucked chicken. There was no hair okay. on me. Okay, all right, Carol, that's egg. great, that's great for talk. Car- okay. Carol, thanks very much, we've got to go to, go to the news. Wow! <sighs> like a plucked chicken. Um, that's, uh, Carol was, um, what was the website? Because Kevan emailed me at the weekend to say that, um, uh, this is true, Kevan, who took the picture, emailed me, said, thanks for plugging me on the show and tweeting it. We had, like, 1,800 new viewers go and look at our website and on the, the the day and the day after that you mentioned and it every single one was appalled <laughs> <laughs> no i thought well here's the thing well more power to your elbow um and it, you know the the nudie women by the race car yeah how can i forget um he said that they got they got a driver kind of let him in and was snuck him in and they were standing guard while they took those uh they took those pictures good for, good for them good for kevin good for the girls Good for the grannies. Good for everybody. Well done, guys. Good for Dettol Wipes. More people should strip off. Who's that? Di- well, no, here's the thing. Right. Who's that? Di- we, is it pre-recorded? Good. Who's that dirty bugger who goes around the world? Right. He did it in Hull. And he puts an advert out saying, I need, I need 10,000 naked people to come and take a picture. And then 10,000 naked people come out the next morning and he takes a picture and he puts them in like a position so it looks arty. And then that's considered art. Kevan gets four young ladies to sit astride motor cars in the nuddy, and that's considered soft porn. What's the difference? There's no difference. Honestly, Google, do you, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, dear listener? The artist. And he gets 10,000 naked men and women in Hull. And it's art. And they do it on BBC, BBC local news. It's art. 0344 499 Very poor first hour of the show. I promise I will try harder. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, I say it's alright. Little darling, it's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Little darling, it feels like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun, do-do-do-do, here comes the sun, I say, it's all right. Little darling, the smile's returning to the faces. Little darling, it seems like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun, do-do-do. Here comes the sun, I say, it's all right. Sun, 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 here he comes. Sun, 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 here he comes. Sun, sun.
That's all right. But oh, then Beatles could sing, couldn't they? Then Beatles could sing. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Uh, yesterday we had um, Nicholas Ajula on the show. Remind us who he was, please, Catherine. He was a past life therapist yeah. um, who says himself he's been reincarnated several times um, and he'd been working, well he'd been chatting to a lady called Wendy Fry The thing I liked about Nicholas was, uh, he was doing like his economics exams at the age of yeah. 17 and went, nah I don't fancy this I want to I go and hypnotise people and see who they used to be, <laughs> that's what he did his mum was furious I mean he's still pretty young Yeah, I mean, no he's about 30 is he? Well, because he said he was 17, and he mentioned, I'm sure he mentioned 13 years well, ago. I've seen his picture. He's wearing oh, very he looks, well. Oh, he looks young. I think he's about 30. Well, considering which is, how many lives he's had. Which is, which is young as well. Which is young. We're old. We're old people. Anyway, he's yes. been talking to Wendy Fry, who, um, they, and they were both on telly, um, I think, the tail end of last week. Yes. Um, talking about this sort of experience of, uh, of reincarnation. And Wendy's had an experience of her own. I'll let her tell you. Well, She's let's on the w- phone. Wendy Fry is on the line. Good evening, Wendy. Hey, good evening, Ian. How are you doing? I'm all right. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, so, so tell us your story. We're fascinated by it. Yeah, and an absolute pleasure to share. Thank you. So, um, originally um, speaking on this morning last week, yeah. I was invited on just to, to share my experience of connecting um, with spirit, which interestingly came through the form of a robin. Wow. And I uh, hadn't had this experience before until my mum um, passed away. And as I said on the show, mum and I had had a quite a difficult relationship um, growing up, you know, mum's life hadn't been easy growing up and um, right until the day she died, we we were often in sort of conflict or didn't fully understand each other. But yeah. um, it was shortly before I was going to launch my second book, um, which is called Mothers and Daughters. I was really, I guess, sort of pondering of can I can I put this in the book? Can I put part of my story in the book? And I'd gone for a walk over Nonsuch Park, which is an area local to me in Cheam in Surrey. And when I was sitting there thinking, you know, can I, should I, you know, should I ought to be doing this? Yeah. This beautiful robin um, came down and sat. It was almost sat on my shoulder. It was at the back of the bench. And I was startled initially. And as that bird sat there, I, I just felt this opening in my heart and absolute love coming through. And I thought... What's going? You know, what's going? What's going on here? Yeah. So it, it, it probably sounds a bit odd, but I'll just explain it how it happened. So this little birdie was sitting there, and I, I looked at the bird, and I, in my head, I'm saying, "Hello, little birdie." So who are you then? Because it was looking at me very when, curiously. Wendy, why were you saying in your head? Whenever, whenever any creature comes near me, I, I say, "Look, I, I went for a walk today near me, and there's, I walked through a field of cows. I was chatting to those cows like nobody's business. <laughs> I love it." I love it. <laughs> did you did you call out? Actually, I went past a field of cows yesterday, and yeah. I called out, "How now, brown cow?" No, I didn't. But what I try and do? Do you do whenever I see a, a field of cows or sheep? I try mm. and speak to them in their own language to try and get a response. <laughs> and sheep will always reply. If you do, sheep will always reply. But sometimes I've got cows to reply. But you've, it's it's tough to get the tone right. Anyway, sorry. I, lo- I, lo- I love that. I'm definitely going to put that on my list of things. To do. Oh, do yeah, it. 
this experience was just t- totally amazing, Ian. And you know, mum, mum, sort of answering in in her voice in inside my head. It's only me, love, and I sort of looked and looked again. And um, I had this experience a couple of times since. Not necessarily when I've been thinking about my mum, yeah. more around making decisions and choices around things, and perhaps being a little bit uncertain as to which way I'm going to go with a choice or a decision. So it's been. A really beautiful, beautiful experience, and I'm, I'm loving the opportunity to share this because the more I speak to people, yeah. the more common it actually is. Okay, well let me let me let me Wendy p- uh, put on my devil's advocate hat. It's a very mm. nice hat. How right? How do you know that the Robin was mum, or the you know that the Robin brought forth the spirit of mum? How do you know? You know, maybe you were just nice and relaxed. You sat down in on a bench and. You know, the mind the mind is a strange thing, and maybe your mind just, just, you know, thought, right, it's time to try and process some of the issues I had with mum. And um, the, the robin was just a robin, and it was there, and you were just thinking through what had happened. Yeah, and, and um, I, I think it's good to put that question forward and, and yeah. to be the devil's advocate mm-hmm. because it, it helps, um, you know, but, but if you like, both counts or, or both, you know, for or against. Yeah. So my, my own experience was that it, it was a feeling. It was like an energetic feeling in my heart. Now, I had never had this feeling with mum while she was alive, and I will, will go on to say that actually as a therapist I've done a lot of self-work and also a lot of work went into my book and researching. So I, I feel that I'd probably dealt with all of the, you know, mother issues, mummy issues, whatever you want to call them, yeah. even before that time, because okay. I was li- I was literally um, not even a month away from producing that. Yeah. But actually just thinking, well, can I put that part of my story in? Because I didn't want it to be blaming or shaming. Yeah. And I, I feel that I, I'd worked through worked through that. Obviously, with bereavement, you're working through the bereavement and the loss of the relationship you hoped for, not necessarily the relationship as it was. But I think that's a great question because, um, again, I can see that side of things that, yeah, I, I'd had a lovely walk. It was a beautiful day. And people may say, oh, did I, did I wish that? You know, did I sort of conjure that into being? Uh, I don't actually know the answer. I, I only know that I had a most uh, most amazing experience. And you say that this this Robin or Mum has come back mm. to you several times. Yes, three times in all. So since Mum passed away, um, it would have been October twenty sixth, uh, twenty fifteen. Okay. It happened then that year in twenty fifteen, and then actually this year as well. It's happened twice. And what? And what does she, does she like? Um, all right, Wendy. It's just just mum. You haven't you haven't you haven't tidied up your bedroom again. Same old Wendy. What, what, how does she introduce herself? Well, do you know what? If it was my mum, she'd probably have a black black coffee and a fag on the go. There but, we go. Um, there we go. The, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the robin still presents as a robin would right. in in this life's form. But it's the best way I can explain it. It's like hearing it's like hearing her voice talking to me and it's actually not so although it's her voice she wouldn't have been so endearing in in life or so perhaps supportive in life yeah. so the, the characterization is nothing like mum was yeah. so um again it's uh, it's difficult to measure yeah. it's just easier to share the experience and you say that you've spoken to loads of other people 
and they've gone, mm. oh, yeah, no, no, something similar happened to me. Who, 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 who have you spoken to and what have they said? Yeah, it was really interesting. On the way into um, this morning, I had a, a fabulous cab driver pick me up and he was asking, well, you know, what am I on the show for? And he told me about his life's journey. He actually gave me permission to share and he, he'd had quite a tough life himself and he was visited by a family member. He said exactly the same things. He was sleeping rough on a park bench and a family member came through. He felt in, in spirit form with what he's since learned as starlings, a flock of starlings oh. around him, and this often happening. I had a beautiful lady, um, I won't mention her name because I don't have permission to share no. that, but a beautiful lady who contacted me privately on Twitter just to say she she's totally resonated that she'd had difficult relationships and actually, uh, you know, that exactly the same bird was coming to her um, on, on different experiences. Yeah. Um, and again, with I mean, this it's quite interesting how things spread out. So there's been quite a few national papers that have caught onto the story. Yeah, that's and incredible. there's been some there's been some really funny, you know, some funny comments which have made me laugh out loud. But many other people saying thank you so much for sharing. I didn't want to tell anyone my experience in case I thought I was going mad. So there's there's lots of people in the pub in the public who a reason no, like, this woman must be crazy. <laughs> well, I was going to say... Is she on the, on, on the, on the same drugs as, um, yeah. uh, you know, as um, Paul McCartney? Oh, when he but, saw you know, God, this, yeah. This is a real-life li- real experience, yeah. so well, you went, I go, can go, honestly... Go, what do I, do? I was going to say, going on telly, and you mentioned Twitter, and Twitter can be a great place, wonderful, joyous way to connect. It can also be quite a dark, bullying place. Have you had any, you know, kind of... Um, idiots on there giving you a bit of flack no no and and do you you know what i i just think you know in and i i haven't and i just think you know everyone is entitled to their opinion everyone has a a belief everyone has what they're passionate about or what they don't believe in so uh, again i'm i'm very much i take everything with a pinch of salt and Everyone's entitled to their opinion, so it's probably a bit like well, well no, I was going to say water off a duck's back, but maybe it's water off a robin's back. Well, well also, if, it, if it's a duck, <laughs> that might be my dad coming back as a duck. That's the sort of thing he'd come back as—a flipping duck again with a fag on. Uh, no, he didn't smoke for a while. Um, uh, Wendy, I love all this, and I don't know if I believe in this. I don't know, but I, the fact that you know that people are getting comfort from this—you can't knock mm. that, you know—and. And who knows? My, my, when my dad did die a few years ago, I was looking, I was looking for symbols and signals and things, and I didn't get anything. And that's okay, you know. That, that, that's that's fine. Um, but if you know if this works for people, then that's that's groovy. What's your book, Wendy? And where if people want to get it, I guess Amazon is, is, is that? Yeah, um, Amazon. So my second book is called Mothers and Daughters: The yeah. Guide to Understanding and Transforming Your Relationship with Your Mother. That's a, that's and my first book one. is called Find You, Find Love. Yeah. So that's all about improving the relationship with yourself and others. Oh, man, and then the that. second one, specifically focusing, although although it's mothers and daughters, guys can also read it, but it's it's written from the female aspect and female some of the characterizations and um I need uh, your first book, Wendy. I hate myself. I hate. <laughs> oh, I do. I hate myself, and I I punish myself terribly. I need to have a little look at your first book. Yeah, that need that needs to stop. No, no more self punishment. So they're, they're they're both available on Amazon. And it's Wendy Fry. If you want to go and type it in and have a look, Wendy. So nice to talk to you. I really appreciate your time tonight. 
and to you. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share. Oh, it's a pleasure. Anytime you want to come on and plug something, give us a call, all right? Lovely. Thank you. Cheers, Wendy. Thank you, Ian. Ta-ta. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a nice lady. Lovely. She's lovely. Isn't she delightful? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. You kind of think, oh, someone's going to come on and sound like a crackpot. And a... What a lovely lady. And I feel like she and Nicholas were both sort of peddled out, wheeled out on ITV oh, to be that. This morning, uh, it's a great show, and Ruth and Eamon are great hosts, but they do have a, and now here's the freak freak show part. You know, I, I kind of get it, and that's, you know, but um, it was it was nice to get uh, Wendy on and have a chat with her. Thank you for that, Wendy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. this is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Well done, Ian. You just tweeted a screen grab from a guy who's obviously obsessed with you. Delete it. It's not worth getting involved in. Yes, he calls you an obnoxious, narcissistic twit. Yes. Stop. Just block it. Just delete it. He's gone. He's gone. Neil's gone. Just as he was from this station about 20 years ago. I deleted Twitter from my phone today. Yeah, well done. How'd that go? Uh, I feel better. Yeah, yeah. I realised it was just... uh, riling me up and encouraging me to um to get involved in conversations that are really not great for anyone oh, so yeah, stop it oh man what are we, what are we gonna do what are we gonna do oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number there's some really nasty people out there nasty thing is i'm sure they're not nasty in all aspects of their life i'm sure to their mums and their wives and their husbands and their the, the work colleagues and the person in costa and I'm sure they're they're delightful people, but the, the, but the, but the online experience first, I guess, first kind of fired by um, chat rooms. Online chat rooms used to get you don't get them anymore so much, but the online experience just gives people. I'm sure if I met this 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 Neil guy, he wouldn't call me a twat to my. He might maybe he would. I don't know, but I'm sure he'd be very polite to me, and I, as I would be. To him, but it empowers me. It empowers me to call someone a W or a C or a D. It's um... the other thing is, and I, and I did notice his tweets before when I was trying to have a conversation with him. He's not been in the best place recently, no, and who exactly. knows what anyone else is going through. Then, and it's too easy to do a reflex tweet. Exactly. And it's just, uh... So Neil Veglio, I send you peace and I send you love, man. And um, uh, I shouldn't have retweeted that screen grab. Wish you the best of luck. Genuinely, it's not me doing a piece. I uh, wish you the best of luck, and I hope everything you know comes together mentally, physically, spiritually, hol- holistically. It's the uh, the thing. So peace and love, man. Peace and love. Let's try and focus because I allow myself to get very angry. Um, apart from the person yesterday, but let, let's focus on the peace and love vibe. Because yeah. I'm fe- I'm feeling I'm feeling lousy at the moment, man. I'm feeling lousy, and when you feel lousy. You kind of, it's easier to be angry with everyone. Kick out a stranger. So just peace and love, man. Peace and love, you know. And none of that stuff matters. Nothing really matters. Anyone can see. I don't know. I don't feel like the show. I enjoy talking to Wendy. I don't feel like the show tonight has... Incorrect data, but carry on. No, I just... um... Yes, Carol, you're back again for more. Yeah, I am. Good girl, what do you want? Um, you were just saying about your dad and you couldn't get any connection with him. Well, he's dead. Well, you, you've got to invite him in. Um, do you, do you, where are you living? You just open the front door yeah. and say, Hi, dad. Do you want to come well, in? Because you're going to make me cry. You're going to make me cry saying that. But I, I appreciate No, I won't. Well, no, you are. Seriously, I know a friend of mine who's a clairvoyant. <laughs> 
and that's so she she said is she naked no, she's not on that. She's ever so poorly. She's in an air of hospital. Oh. She's knocking on a bit. Well, well as you've proved, old people can still... But seriously, yes. I did it to, with my friend. Yeah. Because you get like a... I, I, my house is full of... I call them spooks. Oh. Yeah. But you open the front door yeah. and say, Hiya, Dad, come in then. And the and the spirit comes in, and then it'll be with you. It's probably with you. Oh no, dogs! You're going to make me cry. Don't make me cry. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make. I know you don't. It's a nice cry, but I don't want to cry on the radio. It's Mm. it's behind you all the time. It's just you haven't got the ability to see him all the time. That's why. He's with you. It's not like he's behind you following you, like, stalking. He's in another <laughs> room where you are. So it's definitely worth locking the bathroom door when I go for a dump? Yes. Okay. But he goes in the other room. Does he? I was polite of him. Seriously. I, there, I believe that lady totally because uh. just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there. Like glass. Hello, like radio waves. Yeah. I'm listening to you. You're coming from a studio. There's no wires coming out the back of my computer. There's no wires coming out from downstairs either, by the sounds Flip of it. Neck, man. But that's that's. You've got to learn to believe. You Kath, can see I've disgusted people. Kath by that. She's trying to be sincere with you, and you're just taking it I down can't. to Mucky Town. Well, this is the thing, isn't this interesting? Because yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't, I find it still find it difficult to be Don't sincere around my dead dad. Still darling. find it difficult, so I, I'm deflecting well, with vagina jokes. Breathing? Yeah. It's not been. It's only been passed away a few months. No, my no, dad's about five been years. dead for thirty years, and I still miss yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But it, things happen. But he's not dead. Body's gone, but his <laughs> spirit is still around. Okay. So he's not actually gone, gone. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you can do it. You've just got to. You should come to our. Sure. You should come to our show in I'll... Bath. How, how far is Swindon from Bath? Oh, it's not so far. Come to our show in Bath oh, in November. Put, we put on the guest. Yeah, list. we'll put you on the guest list. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, trouble is, I've got walking sticks, it, and um, <laughs> but because yeah, I count as disabled, I'm supposed to have somebody with me to help me not fall flat on my face. Oh well, but I'd a... love to come. Okay, well if you could Where's listen, whereabouts in Bath are you? It's a, it's a, it's a little tiny little theatre called the Rondo Theatre. It's in November, but if you want to come, we'll, we'll put you we'll put you and a friend on the door. So if you can find someone who can bring you. Then you, you, yeah. the two of you can come and see it for free. For free, I like that. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you can sit in the front row. You sit... Any... Go on. Sit in the front row. And we'll invite you up on stage. Um, you'll regret that because I can't stop talking. We've noticed. You'll have to say, Shut up, Carol. We've noticed. Is that how? Is that how we switch you off? <laughs> yeah. All right. Shut up, Carol. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, good evening, Cleo. Hello, right, bud. Yes. Um, when when he triggered us a little bit, um, with the whole bird thing and yeah. we well, just to remind you, mate, we finish at one. Yeah, well, I've got, I've got a thing on me, Dad, um, because he was massively into birds and stuff. 
he was in the RSPB and he got me in the, to be in the Young Ornithologist Club and stuff like that. Yeah. And when he cocked it, he died. And when I lived in Newcastle, he was still in the sea, I mean, miles away from Newcastle. Yeah. And in order to attend everything and sort everything out funeral-wise, I had to come through to see him, see Ham. But uh, on the way, for some reason, um, I needed to see him in hospital. I know he was dead, and there was nothing really I could do. There was no... <clears throat> Everyone was saying, wait till tomorrow, once you've got your head sorted, then you can go and see the body and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, nah, for some reason, I need to go now. And it was one of these miserable, rainy, awful, dark days, and it was horrendous. And um, I went in, and just the whole process of going to see his body was depressing as hell. And um, it was weird. The first thing I, I said to myself when I went to hug him, his little body, he couldn't shave. He was always crap at shaving. He was one of these blokes who walk around with a netty roll on his face, toilet roll on his face everywhere. <laughs> he was really bad at shaving. Yeah. And that the day he died, I was thinking, you couldn't even shave yourself the day you flipping died. Yeah. That's oddly the weirdly the only thing I could yeah. think. Well, we do think was, weird things yeah, when man. we are confronted. You guess just odd little things that keep us sane, I guess. Exactly. But when I came out, yeah, like when I went in, I must have been in there for over an hour. But it felt like five minutes. Yeah, and when I came out, my mom, my mom and dad were divorced, so she didn't want to come in. She stayed in the car with me cousin and me brother, and um, and when I came out, gone was the rain, and the birds were going nuts, like singing, screeching. It's all seagulls around in Sunderland because of the coast. And so there was just a cacophony. The noise was amazing. Yes. And my mum was going, that just literally just happened as you walked out the door. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's me. And jokingly said, oh, it's probably me, father. Yeah. And so now... There's a seagull. No such thing well, as a seagull. There's no such thing as seagulls. No, there's no such thing as seagulls. The gulls. There's no such breed of bird. Everyone says, oh, seagulls. Well, you're an idiot, because there's no such breed of bird as seagulls. They're just gulls. They're just gulls. But. Yes? Being obsessed with birds, like that lady Wendy who's just been on. Yeah. I like like talking to the little birds and thinking, well, you know, maybe he's in there. Yeah. Just keep an eye on us. Because I've got a little garden by my window where I sit all day. Yeah. And all the, um... Bird feeding accoutrements are really close to the window. Okay. And so they're getting very tame. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's just, it's just well, weird. There you go, man. She was talking about the little birdies. Yeah, we have a little recap now. <laughs> Don't give yeah. us a recap of what you've just said. I know, I'm just saying. You've said it! She was talking about the little birdies. Good. I thought, there you go, there's my little story. There you go. Thank you for sharing that, Claire. And you're a good sport. You can take a, you can take a gentle ribbing, and we appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call... You'd be very, very welcome to another hour and a half of this. Here's the thing, another hour and a half. Then I bought this webcam, right, that um, is a uh, night vision. Night vision. 
and um, is recommended to me by Will Guyatt, the technical guru. But he's no Fevzy, the gadget detective, right? So he recommended this webcam because I want to stream me sleeping live again. Because it was such a thrill for everybody before. I think this is where my fortune is going to be. This is what I'm going to be remembered for, is me streaming myself sleeping. So I wanted that. Because I wanted to sleep with the light off this time. Although I've got an eye mask. So I bought this webcam, right? And it's, it does sound and pictures. Right? Oh, God, sound. They're going to get the whole They're going to get the whole experience. They got the whole experience last time. You go to youtube.com slash Ian Lee. There's, there's a 14-hour video of me getting ready for bed and then sleeping. And farting. Um, it's just the body, mate. It's just it's the just body. It's just the human body. Get used to it. Get used to it. And um, uh, so I've got this camera and the picture quality is not great. I'm disappointed by that. Okay, fine. And you can watch it. I can watch it on my phone. If I, I don't know if my, comp- if my computer were turned on. I could log into my phone now and watch this camera, right? You can't, to do it on the computer, you've got to go to a web page. So I've got an app on my phone. On the computer, you've got to go to a web page. Now, here's the thing, guys. When you go to the web page, it doesn't stream sound. What the? doesn't stream sound. And I threw the box away. So I can't send it back. So I emailed the company and tweeted the company and said, this is bullshine. And I looked online. It's a known fault. This company's in America, and I tweeted them and said, I feel really peeved that I've spent money on this, and I chucked the box away, and I, it's useless. So I, so basically, for the last week, they've been phoning me up from America to talk to talk me through how to fix it. Thing is, I know it can't be fixed. It can't be fixed. It's a known fault. But they keep... I mean, this is incredible customer service. Yeah. They're phoning me from America. Um, they call me Lane, of course. Lane. Um... They phoned me up today, about half three, and I said, look, can you phone me up, like, half past two tonight, UK time? They went, yeah, okay, Elaine, we'll do that. So I'm going to get a phone call at half past two from America. When I get home, America's going to phone me up, and they're going to spend ages on the phone telling me how to get something to work that I know, because I've been on the forums, I know won't work. This is my life! But what you need to do is charm them. And then they'll send you something else. Maybe they will. Yeah, they won't. Charming. They won't. The, the the jungle means nothing to those losers. Let's... No, no, no. But an English accent does a lot. No, not these guys. Yes. Hello, Tracy. Good evening, Tracy. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Very, very, um, very, very mediocre, Tracy. What can I do for oh. you this evening? Well, I'm a first time caller, and I'm oh, driving, listening to all sorts of stories, and I just thought I'd. Tell you a story about my husband who lost a very, very close friend of his very suddenly. He went in for an operation on his ankle and sadly he um, didn't get through the anaesthetic. So it was really shocking and really upset. Yeah, I bet. And my husband with the spiritual side of everything is the biggest cynic on the planet. Yeah. And doesn't want to know about life after death or anything. And... Really out of character, he came out with me two days after his friend died, and I went into a beautician's. He would never come and sit and wait, but because of circumstance, he ended up coming and waiting for me. And as he was sat in reception, just kind of biding his time, there were some cards on the table next to him. Yeah. And they were tarot cards. Yeah. And he picked up a card, yeah. just split the deck, and turned it over. Yeah. And when I looked across, he was crying. 
And I said, what on earth did it matter? And he had this card and he took a picture of it and it said, I bring you a message from your deceased loved one. Yeah. I'm happy at peace and I love you very much. Please don't worry about me. Now, he's never... Hang on, no, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I missed, I missed something, Tracy. Sorry. So he had a tarot card. Well, they were there on the side. He didn't know what they were. He just he thought they were playing cards. Right, so he, 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 he cut the deck. And what happened? He just read the card. And the card said, I bring you a message from your deceased loved one. Shut up. This is two days after his friend died. No. And it said, I'm happy at peace. And I love you very much. Please don't worry about me. Shut up. No. Yeah. Now, you tell me. Catherine's put her cynical face on. Doesn't that apply to everyone? Well, the, the, well but we there was a deck of cards. It was a deck of... the only card that had that message. The, the, all know, the cards I mean, are different messages that, but on. But if you pick that card, it's going to mean something to everyone, isn't it? Well, no, yeah, exactly. But there was a whole deck of cards. Uh, okay. What are the chances of that one Thank you, Tracy. Go, go on, Kath, say the thing again, but if but if you pick that card, that would mean something to anyone. Say that again. No, it's fine. No, no, because you... No, you believe what you want. No, but... I don't want to spoil it for you, but no. it's bullshit. Uh, Tracy's a new listener and a new caller, and <laughs> I, I, I'm on but, yours... You know, you could not meet a more cynical person yeah, than well, my husband about Well, this. you should meet Kath, if I'm honest. But <laughs> <laughs> so how is that explainable, that of all the cards... If he did it again, it would never happen again. Well, what did the other... On that day... What did the other What were the messages on the other cards? Were they about people about, passing, or...? No, no, no. That was the only one about the someone deceased. Kath, don't just sit there pulling faces. Come oh, on. Oh, well, Nice. That's it. It's a nice coincidence. Well, I, okay, it could be a coincidence. Because, because I could... Op- it could be. Because if I picked up that card, I'd go, oh, gosh, I know someone who's died as well. That's no, but nice. you don't seem amazed. No, that's not the... No, that's I'm not the, amazed for... No, 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 but that's not the that's not the miraculous, in inverted commas, thing here. That it, what is, is that that was the card that was picked out of a deck of however many cards there so were. So were there messages on all of them? Yes. Yeah. Well, then those messages you know, are probably work nice and general and money too. Money and family. That money well, yeah, and family. He lost both his parents twenty mm. years ago. That wouldn't have even entered his head to think that that would be a message from them. It wouldn't. You know, you think that's rubbish. But the fact was, you know, he was a day into grieving. Yep. And was absolutely distraught that this, like, closest friend he had had just been taken from him with no ill health, and you know was absolutely devastated. And that. Mm-hmm. suddenly in front of him and you think well you know what that's a yeah okay it's a coincidence it's the only explanation that you can have if you're a cynical person about spiritualism but it's a very scary one there's two there's happens. two explanations two possible explanations as far as i can see one is it's coincidence one is it's a message from beyond you know from from the universe from beyond the grave from whatever from a from a from a power that we cannot comprehend it's one of those two and i'm open minded my, enough to, to oh you think there's a third option no no i think it it gave him comfort whether yeah, it, was, yeah. it was true or not yeah. it was something that made him kind of go okay well no, i'm going to take that i want to take that and message. that's the thing we're overlooking how did it make him feel yeah it made him it made him feel better yeah. and think, well, maybe maybe that is true. And probably sitting now, you think, well, that was rubbish because it yeah. happened a few months ago and what's the reality of that really happening? So he'd probably be more cynical about it, but in the moment, it helped. Yeah, and there you go. And that's, and that's the key that I think maybe we overlooked a little bit. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, Tracy. That, that, it was just it, just going for an operation on the ankle. 
Yeah, just went in for an operation. And, and no, you know, right. he's a fabulous character and actually yeah. made a joke of the fact um, he wasn't going to be walking for a few months and bought himself oh. a mobility scooter. Oh, no! <laughs> and actually put the poncho on that came with it to yeah. make himself look mad. But, yeah, oh, really sad. I'm really sorry. Really that's, that's really sad. Thank you so much for calling and sharing that, Tracy. It's appreciated. You're welcome. Thanks, Thanks, safe Tracy. journey yeah. home! Thank you, Tracy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You were misunderstandings. You misunderstood. Doing my Spider Man. No, I didn't misunderstand it. Well, you did no. because you it's were. People fo- believe what they want to believe, but it's clearly nonsense. Okay, this is the thing, dear listener. When when my mum, my aunt, being a being a bee, my auntie and my grandma spent a whole night. Yeah. Listen, yeah. talking to a, a mysterious light on the wall. Um, a couple of days after my granddad died. Right. Before they realised it was, you know, those silver coasters, which is the light reflecting off that. Do kids still um, reflect sunlight from their watches into teachers' eyes? No, because kids don't wear watches anymore. <gasps> Idiots. Idiot kids. But you do have this, and there you're doing it there. What? That. You do have oh, this. I'm being reprimanded for a look on my face again. Petulance. You're doing, you do have this thing where you make, because I'm, I'm very, as you know, I'm very, very spiritual. I'm very, very open to. I'm very too open, you'd say. I'm very, very open to supernatural experiences. People, many, in fact, many people believe I have a gift. So I will, I will listen and I will weigh up the evidence and all of that stuff. Um, but as soon as something, someone says something spiritual, something that 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 science can't explain. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's the can thing. explain. Of course, science can explain. How does science, ex- science explain that? When you die, you die. No, how does how does science explain the card? Well, it would be weird if that never happened. So and also, every single message on those cards sorry. will trigger something sorry. in the person who's looking sorry. for it. Sorry, I asked. Sorry, sorry to be pedantic here. You're not sorry. How does science explain it? You just said some words there. No, because I'd like science to explain because, it. Right. I'll say it once more because I don't think I, again. Tense. I think that you're looking for the answer that you want to no, hear. No, I want science. You mentioned science. Yeah, then no, you, no you mentioned science. No, you, no, you did. You said science can explain it. I will get that boy out there. All right, science can explain it. When you die, that's the end. No, there's we're no, not, we're there's not no, talking about there's that. no scientific evidence of life after death. You said science could explain the card story. Yeah. I, would, I, I would like to hear because, science explaining because, the card story. Because please. if you look at if you look at the odds of things happening. Oh, it's the odds, whole world. Odds now. Odds, yeah, it's odds, about probability. Odds aren't science. Odds is maths. Probability. Maths. Which okay, is maths. well, it's scientifically proven. Well, where? You, you're just saying words. You know about probability and the theory of it. I know that you're probably going to get a slap. Wow. And there you go. You see, she can't have a discussion. Can't have a, you can't have a discussion. She just closes down. Hang on a minute. I'm getting a message through from beyond. But they can only speak in sign language. Okay, she raised her middle finger at me, guys. I think you knew that was what was going to happen there. Um, and I apologise. I'm keen to... Uh, oh, the spirit is strong. Do we raise two fingers there? Oh, God! <laughs> when you said you were open, you weren't joking. Yes, that's the spirit is strong with that one. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, good evening, Nick. 
OK, we'll come back to Nick in a bit. Let's try Simon. Good evening, Simon. Evening, guys. All right? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. What you got? Right, um, what's wrong with Kath tonight? My God. Are you going to tell me to cheer up, Simon? No. Good. I'm not brave enough. Crack now, on and stop analysing me. Let me just give you my tale, uh, which I'll try and keep brief. Um, I moved to the south of England in 1991, and I'm originally from a town which is not too far from Cap. I think I've told you before, I was born and raised in Luton. I'm sorry to hear um, that. Miles away. Oh, mate, it's a tragedy, <laughs> but we won't go there. I had to, Luton was um, where I had to go for my speed awareness course the other day. All oh, the people there oh, were scumbags. That'll teach you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, Actually, everyone there, speed awareness was like them. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Um, so, my, um, my house, my family home, was five doors down from my grandparents. Two home. doors down. They're singing and dancing and, and, and having a party. <laughs> And the only thing that really has been significant my whole life is, um, oh, I love it. Oh, this is so, this is apt. You said so, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be long, and it's been on for about five minutes. All right, I, my, my neighbor planted a rose bush yes. before I was born, okay, right. in the front garden. And I went through a phase a few years ago of doing car boot sales. And with my mum's permission, I cleared out the loft and I went and sold all the rubbish in the loft. Yes. And there was a couple of silver goblets. And I asked my mum, I said, can I sell these? She said, that was your nan and granddad's um, silver wedding, um, something to do with their silver wedding. Okay. So she goes, she got, you can't really sell them. And I was like, well, you know, I'll give it a go. If they sell, they sell. She said, yeah. right, okay, well, give it a go. Anyway, did the car boot sell. The only items that didn't sell yeah. were the goblets. Yeah. A couple of weeks later, out of the blue, my missus at the time said, shall we go to Luton? And I went, why? She said, just so I can see where you come from. And we do a bit of shopping and that. And I was like, all right then. Went back to the family home, and I was transfixed for the first time ever for ages and ages and ages on that rose bush. Yeah. On the way home, driving down the uh, Rani M25, yeah. I burst out into tears. Just randomly, yeah. I was inconsolable. I could hardly see where I was going. And I realised, yeah. this is my belief, okay? My nana was kicking my ass, As if to say, how dare you be so disrespectful as to sell... Hang on. My, hang on. Yeah, where, where, hang on. Yep. Where did that... Would you mean kicking your ass? Where did that come from? She was, spiritually, she was communicating with me with the rosebush, oh, which was the only possible on. connection to say, oh, how Lord. dare you try and sell the silver. Oh, come on. No. I'm, I'm on cap. I'm, I could not, I'm I on. could not stop crying. I couldn't stop crying. I that was your own cry. guilt? That was your own guilt? That may have been guilt? That may have been shame? That, no, that was just nothing been, to do with the shrubbery. That may have just been no, you. The, the, the car boot sale was um, two, week, two or three weeks before. Right, yeah. So never even, it's just, and as I'm driving along, I had this thought come into my mind. Yeah, because you've been staring at the rose Simon, you've been staring at the rose bush. Yeah, 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 but I've seen this rose bush thousands Yeah, but she was on your mind because you just tried to sell her jewels. No, 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 you missed the point. That was the, the car boot sale where I tried to sell the silver. Three weeks right? before, yeah. So it was yeah. on your mind. And as I'm driving along, what all I had to think about was why, why on this occasion, bearing in mind... Because she was, because just two or three weeks before, yeah. you'd been selling loads of family heirlooms. Right. No. 
no, no. Well, yeah, it was in your mind. mind. No, 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 saying, no. I don't, no, I don't buy it. Yeah, just say, she, yeah, it's obviously your grandma. It'll go no, because this is this one's obviously nonsense. Okay. No, it's not. This one is. The other thing is, right... No, 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 yeah. other thing, because that is not... Yeah. A, you've not told me a story. So so right. three weeks... Right, so you what, yeah. you tried to sell... You stole, yeah. sold a load of stuff from the loft, yeah. some of which belonged to yeah. your nan, some of it didn't. Yeah. And then three weeks later, so quite recently, soon after, you went yeah. and drove around where you, you grew up, so you yeah. got all those memories... And yeah. you drove past the rose bush. Was it? You, did you stop and look at the house? No, there was no. I got out of the car. Well, then there you go. So it was all in your mind. So it was an emotional right. few weeks. I believe I was summoned there by my nan or oh, my granddad. No, and they're kicking my backside. But the other thing, you can believe it or not, it's not a problem. No, to but me. it's not even. No, but it's not even a. But it's not even a, and I turned over a card and it said, um, Nana wants a goblet's back. It's not <laughs> no, a thing, no, it's just, it's an emotional, rel- no, yeah, but, 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 no, don't, well, I, I, well, I wish you'd started with this one, because with respect, yeah. that's what you've just said is not a story. Well, it's not, well, it's not supposed to be a story, it's just, my belief is that I was summoned back to the home to get my ass kicked by my Nana. No, your wife. Your wife expressed an interest in your life. I'd been with her at that point. I'd been with her for about four years. She'd never mentioned. Hey, just just about the right time then to start delving into each other's pasts. But no, 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 no. I'm saying no. You don't have the right to say no. I'm saying no. That is not a story. What you've just said is not a thing. It's my belief. But your belief is based on nothing. And the other thing, right, yeah. is tarot cards don't have messages written on them. They have the pictures of the tarot. Oh, hang on a minute. So you're... we got to listen to your bullshit, but then you phone up to have a go at someone else's. Get out of here. You're, get out of here. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a poor story. That was, that was poor. He sold it. He tried to sell some toot. He went. Then a few weeks later, he went and he felt guilty about it and had a cry. You know that noise you heard coming out of Simon's mouth? Yeah. That's what I hear every time these stories get told. Okay. It's like I'm you know not, the teacher I've in switched. Snoopy. I've switched. That. Yeah. That. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I've switched. I've switched off you. Um, this is your problem, mate. You, you know that's the problem. Good evening, Nick. Oh, good evening, Ian. Could you turn the radio off, please, Nick? Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got the delayed last time. I've got a story about the uh, proclaimers. Here we go. Let's get... Band. Here we go. 500 miles, yeah? yeah? Here we go. It's a joke. Oh, here we go. They cover from Edinburgh. Yeah, here we go. They support Hibs. Right? The song, 500 miles, is about their football team. They walk 500 miles. Right. <clears throat> to see them score, win, whatever, yeah? Yeah. Uh, this is the kicker. Here we go. Here we go. Nick's excited about this. He's got a good punchline. He's excited. Here we go. Here we go. Go on. All right. All right. Do you know? Do you know what the answer is then? What we're going to say? No, go on. You do. You do it, mate. I'm, I am. I cannot wait. I'm over the moon. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be absolute classic. Here we go. Let's do it. Here we go. So it's their team, their big song team, get to the final of the Scottish Cup. Yes. You know, for years and years and years, 20 years. Yeah. They're big supporters. Yeah. When they play in the Cup final, they've got a gig halfway down England. Okay. And what do they do? Go on. They don't go to the Cup final. They go and play their gig. So they're singing their song. Yeah. We'd walk 500 miles to see Ibs. 
and they, they don't. Hang on, you mean two responsible men who are probably married and have got kids are, are, are going to work wh- rather than watching a child's game? <coughs> Sorry? Yeah, but that's their love, that's their passion. No, anyway, I'm not knocking them. But well, that's, you are, well, you are exactly yeah. what you're doing. You're knocking them because they're going to yeah, work. But, yeah, but if you're passionate about something... You, you they're passionate it, about feeding their kids and paying no, their mortgage. No, no, no. Which means... No, but they can't. They but you can't when you're a, when you're a, 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 a when you're a singer, particularly one that you know was it was bigger twenty thirty years ago. You got to take the work whenever it's offered. They can't walk away from a gig yeah. to go and watch a yeah, kids game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whichever way you look at it, though, you know, I just thought I'd make that point. But you've not made you've yeah you've made a point that the proclaimers are hardworking men. Well, I won't say the obvious either. Yeah, but it's an old Scottish song. It okay. comes from... Yeah, I, thanks, Colin. I, I don't knock them for working. He'd knock them if they took the Megabus. He should have walked it. He should have walked it. Shanty pony. That's what they should have done. Look, Ross. Oh, hello. How are you doing? Shag a pony. Try again, Ross. Hello. Hello, Ross. Yes. Russell. Hello. How are you doing? It's Russell. Russell. Remember... Oh, Russell. Remember. It's not a great line, Russell. Sorry. You should be. How are you? I'm good. I'm pregnant. You're pregnant? You're pregnant with a MILF? I can't hear what Russell's saying. I heard pregnant with a MILF. Yeah. You are? Yeah. Pregnant with with a MILF? Probably. There we go. No, I just just called in to say hi and hope you're well. I'm all right, mate. More importantly, how the devil are you? I'm brilliant. I'm playing my PlayStation day in, day out. Well, Russell, um, we can't hear you, but I, we heard that you're playing your PlayStation day in and day out, and that, for me, is... Can anyone tell me, right? Because Thank you, Russell. It's good to hear from you again. Hopefully we'll speak again on a better line. Because games are so expensive, right? Is the new Spider-Man game any good? And can, can someone get me... Sam's giving me the yes. How, Rufus Hound says it's amazing. Okay, but I bet he got it for free. Right? I was in the jungle. Why can't I get free video games? I used to get free video games. Why can't I get free video games? Dear Spider-Man, please send me a free video game. Good evening. I might buy it this um, weekend and stream it Sunday night. Good evening, Dion. Good evening, both of you. Welcome to the... Um, jungle. Welcome to... Jungle. Um, Flannery's, where dreams come true. Pick a lady yeah, or a yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. Heard you talking about a camera. I've got a great camera. Bet you have. It's 1080. It's bad, it's don't start saying numbers, because it doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, it's HD, you know, 1080. Yeah, OK, yeah, I've got a 1080 HD camera, but is it night vision? Yes, and it's all built into a pen that you can actually write. Oh, sh- shut up. Shut oh, your face. Okay. What? Shut up. <laughs> And it's got a 32 gig. Shut up! A pen? A, cam- a pen with a camera? Are you nuts? I believe that the Simon's story more than this. What are you talking about? A pen with a camera in it? There's HD? Shut up, Dion. Bullshine. Rubbish. What absolute balls you're speaking? A camera with a pen in it? Whatever next? A, a, a phone that takes calls? What are you talking about, man? I'll send you a picture of it. Well, how will you take it? Ah-ha! 
Gotcha you there. Phone. Your phone takes cameras? Pictures? Oh, no, it is, honestly. It's got All right, a, well, that's brilliant. got a micro SD card as well. Too, OK, well, that's gigs. good. But but is it anyway? You know, but can you stream from it live? This is what I want this camera to do: is to stream me sleeping and loving, okay. uh, and pleasuring many people live. That's what I want it to do. Well, you take the SD card out of it, plug it into whatever you want. Okay. Plug it into a pencil case. Yeah, all right. No, is I have got one. I didn't even phone up to talk about cameras, but I've got it, and it, it works fine, okay. you know. Okay. It's got a microphone, so it gets sand as well. Sand. Boasting. And it's all in a pen, which actually it writes as well. It's well, isn't that funny? Why are you filming yourself writing? Pervert. No, I film other people writing. <laughs> Sexy. All right, so what did you call in about? Anyway, um... Dion, we'll say that. We'll have to come back to you after the news. I want to hear what you've got. I always enjoy Dion's calls a lot. Uh, this is the Late Night Alternative on uh, Talk Radio. You can listen to me and Kath weeknights uh, from 10 o'clock at night until 1 o'clock in the morning. You can listen on DAB. Download the app. Go and download the app while the news is on or talkradio.co.uk. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. In this loop, John B. My grandfather and me Around Nassau town we did roam Drinking all night Got into a fight Well, I feel so broke up I wanna go home So hoist up the John B. Sail See how the mainsail sets Call for the captain ashore Let me go home Let me go home I wanna go home Yeah, yeah Well, I feel so broke up I wanna go home The first mate, he got drunk Broke in the captain's drunk The constable had to come and take him away Sheriff John Stone Why don't you leave me alone? Well, I feel so broke up I wanna go home So hoist up the John B. Hoist up John B. See how the mainsail, see how the mainsail. Call for the captain ashore. Let me go home. Let me go home. I wanna go home. Let me go home. Feel so broke up. I wanna go home. Let me go home. The poor cook, he caught the fit. And threw away all my grits And then he took and he ate up all of my corn Let me go home Why don't they let me go home? This is the worst trip 
I just listen to that again and again and again. Voices of angels, the minds of deviants and junkies, the Beach Boys. We were speaking. Uh, Sean, stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. We were speaking to Dion. Good evening, Dion. Welcome to the Midnight Hour. Yeah, I've never heard an a cappella version of that. Yeah, well, Marty Pello likes the a cappella. Yeah, I dare say he does, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> they also like some of the same hobbies that the Beach Boys got into in the 70s, but let's not dwell on that. Yeah. I remember you told me the history of last train to Clarksville. Yeah, uh, yes, I did. I came, oh, round really? to your, came round to your house and gave you a private um, uh, week-long, five hours a day, week-long instruction course on the meaning of the last train to Clarksville song by the Monkees. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I like the song, the Monkees, and uh, you told me what it was all about. Yeah, about war, about a soldier going to war. Yeah, and that was the train station. That was the train station where they all went off to Vietnam. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's good. Anyway, life after death. Here we go. I love it. This is why I love you, Dion, because you just we talk about the minutiae and then we dive into the excruciae. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's there is no such thing. There's no such thing as ghosts and what the. It's all coincidence and. Psychology plays on your mind, yeah. All right, well, what about the fella that said he did a car boot sale, then a few weeks later he saw a bush and had a cry? Um, I don't know, maybe... Explain that, explain that. I don't know, maybe he took something dodgy at the car boot sale. Yeah, possible, Um, actually. I think you have to believe this, Dion, this this nihilistic um, view of the world. Nihilistic. Because you've you've killed. Well, I'm a realist, and, I mean... Why is Not it? nihilist, because that doesn't exist, unless you're talking about Neil, people who are into Neil Diamond, Neil Young and Neil Sadaka. They're nihilists. They prefer Neils. Yes, but nihilism is what you were speaking of. What have man? Well, just, really? it's when, 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 when we trade in, in words and language, it's, it's best to pronounce them correctly. But let's not dwell on that. Is Dion. it cold, isn't it? Because you're smuggling peanuts. Yes. Why is it when everybody says they've seen a ghost, it's normally something from the 18th century, like <laughs> a woman in grey clothes? You know, and why? Here's the argument: Why are there no such thing as cavemen ghosts? And that's what I'm going to say. Or dinosaurs. Or <laughs> <laughs> that would be a brilliant ghost—a dinosaur ghost. That would be wicked. No. I mean, it's always the same thing, and it's always in an old ass or a castle. Well, well, here's one of the arguments. Here's one of the better arguments for ghosts, right? That I, I, you talk about science. <laughs> There's science in this, right? The reason that it could be argued that a lot of old um, castles yeah. are haunted are yeah. because um, what do you remember? Do you remember um, audio cassettes? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you know what they made of? Um, well, magnetic type. Ferrous oxide. Right? They made of ferrous oxide, right? Yeah. Um, and that's what records. That's what records it and replays it. What yeah, I know. what are what are old um, rocks made of? Partially, 
ferrous oxide. The same thing. Oh, yeah, minerals. Yeah, the same thing that is in cassette tapes is where yeah. you, is, is in rocks. And so if, if something big or loud or traumatic. traumatic happens, it could be recorded in the rock and replayed. And I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, here's my, let's take that to the next level. Years ago, talking about the Beach Boys, years and years ago, I used to record albums onto cassette. Right, recorded yeah. albums onto cassette. I recorded the Beach Boys in concert onto cassette. Right, and I played it back one day, and I could hear a dog barking in it. What the flip? I got the record out. It's not on the record. Got the tape. I could hear it. And what it was, the dog had been barking so loudly while I was recording. Why well, you used the microphone? No, Catherine's just mouthed the word bullshit. I swear on my kid's life that happened. Yeah. Swear, right. I swear on my kid's life that happened. She'd been barking so. Which kid? Um, the least favorite. The, the, she had go. been barking. So loudly, her her voice got imprinted onto the cassette recording of the Beach Boys live in concert. Uncanny. Yeah, no, but, but that happened. So that's how ghosts could happen. That was a ghost of my dog. You're talking about stone tape when, theory. Yeah. When you were doing the recording, were you using a microphone or a direct link? What do you mean? I was using the music uh, centre. Right. A, a hi-fi you're system. I wasn't doing a microphone. I didn't have a microphone up to a record. Well, I don't know. I used to have a cassette player and I had a microphone. I used to um, record the telly on my cassette player. I used to record the Green Hornet because they only showed it on TVS, not IT, not London, not LWT. And I would also record. Get this, I would record Jackie Chan films on cassette. So I'd watch the Jackie Chan film, then I'd play it again really loud when everyone was out, and put my tape player near it and go upstairs, and then I'd listen back to tape recordings of karate movies, where the only reason you watch karate movies uh, to see the karate. I don't know. I was a bit... You were doing karate? Yes. Yeah, no, nice. I don't know. My son did. Yeah, your thumb did. When he was little, yeah. Thumb was. I used to take him. Okay. But, yeah. but the, the thing with ghosts and that is... Yes. Go on. You know, it's normally people that are a bit soft road, I mean, like Derek Acora and that. I mean, it's... Soft load. I mean, they earn money out of it, but they just... I mean, you could say an audience of 200 people, I'm yeah. getting a message from someone called Sid. Does anyone uh, know Sid? Are you? My no, uncle I'm Sid not. just passed. But... Is this, hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's he saying? Well, at the moment, I'm listening to someone called Ian. Oh, OK, right, he's gone. Uh, well, no, but now you're talking about a different thing. Psychics and mediums, yeah, 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 yeah it's probably... I, I suspect that a lot of that is bullshine, but that's different from ghosts. But, yeah, but I've never actually met anyone who's had proof. It, it's like mm. someone making the world in seven days and rest or something. No, ghosts is not no, the same as possible. Jesus. Yeah, I know, but... Well, Jesus didn't make it, his dad did or something. Yeah. My son started saying Jesus a lot, and I said, whoa, man, we've just got to be careful saying that. Hey, my son did a really good thing, right? He goes to this Lego club after school, and he came out, and we got in the car, and he said, Dad, I've done something really naughty. Do you want to hear it? I said, yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. Yeah. And he'd, he'd nicked a bit of Lego, one tiny little Lego piece, tiny, tiny. And he showed it to me. I said, oh, why did you do that? He said, I really like it. I said, well, uh, it is a cool bit of Lego, but you know what? I think we should probably go and give it back to the guy who does the class because, and you're not in trouble, I'm not saying you're in trouble, but um, 
you know, we we don't take things just because we like them. No, you don't. And, and I walked him back to the teacher and I said, just really sorry, I think we picked this up by mistake. I just wanted to bring this back. And the teacher's like, oh, okay, brilliant. And we went and sat back and I spoke to my son. I said, how do you feel about that? He said, oh, a bit sad, but okay. I said, you're not in trouble. That's what you said, no, you're not in trouble. You did exactly the right thing telling me and I get it. I see things that I like and I want them to come home with me. And But they belong to other people, you know, and that's cool. And then we drove off. That was quite good dadding, wasn't it? Excellent dadding. Because part of me was thinking, oh, it's only a tiny bit. We'll take it home. I thought, no, 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 I can't. No. I can't. It's a, te- it's a teaching moment. Yeah, I can't. It's And, and, I'm, and we walked back. And but also, I, well done for not shaming him because yeah. the important thing is that he told you the truth. Exactly. And I wasn't I wasn't going to do that. And I was, as I was walking out to the teacher, thinking, right, how are we going to phrase this? Oh, we've picked this up by accident, I think. I just thought it best if we gave it back. That's all stuff, Ian. Yeah. Also have a good lesson in life. Yes, yeah, good, but good bit. I was proud of that. Good little bit of dad in that was really pleased. Yeah, I'm he, pleased that he told I, me. Pleased that he said, "Daddy, I've done something really naughty. Do you want to know what it is?" Oh, beautiful! And I gave him a lot of praise afterwards and said, "Well done." Telling me it was the great. I'm, you're, I guess you're a bit sad that you not got it, but you, you did the right thing, and that is brilliant. I'm really proud yeah. of you. Well, as a treat, you want to take the Legoland. And Nick's on there because they got loads. No, 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 no. You don't reward him for doing what you should have done anyway. Oh. Yeah, but he's learnt a lesson. Yeah, okay. Well, that's reward enough. Yeah, but he's he'll probably think about that. One day when he's older, he'll think, no, my dad said, yeah, no, don't do it. Yeah. If you want something, you go out and earn it. Yeah, Not exactly. Take it. Not nick it. Um, okay, yeah. Dion, thank you for that. Now Dan has sent me this link, and I Dan sent us the link for the radio thing yesterday, and it was crap. Totally killed the show. So I'm not. There's a whole station online featuring the ghosts of radio presenters who record new shows from beyond the grave. UnitedDJ.com But you... Dan, you gave us a pony thing yesterday that was crap, right? Um, Let's see, the team. The team, United DJs, the Station of the Stars. Well, it's got Dave Lee Travis. Oh, these are old people, right. You know what, Dan? Dan, you're getting you're getting a temporary blocking. It's only temporary. Send me an email in a in a week or two, and we'll unblock you. He's blocked. Dan is blocked. I'm not having that trolling. Well, when I'm on air, I'm think I'll think all the time. Let's go to Sean. Sean looks like a good guy. Hello, Sean. Ian, uh, Kath, hey, how are you doing? Very well, Sean. Ah, good stuff. Glad to hear it. Um, first time caller, um, just so you know, so I'm getting a little bit nervous, I guess. Have we never uh, spoken before? Because your voice sounds very, very familiar. Well, we did speak in Edinburgh uh, a week or so back. Um, I was uh, <laughs> I was at your show at the Rabbit Hole in Edinburgh. Do, what, do, what, remind me who you were, because we spoke to a lot of people. Who were you? Well, if you remember... So, yeah, OK, yeah, yeah steady. And I, I, was I, like, to, oh, yeah, I had to sorry. use the dump button there, which is kind of ironic. OK, yeah. <laughs> And I, I said intermittently, and you pissed yourself. Do you remember? All right, that? just just watch. That's a yellow card. Just watch your land because we're not on the rabbit hole now. We're at, we're at talk radio now. So I know. Sorry, and sorry, and I beg your pardon. That's okay. Sorry, Kath. Um, oh, I've heard it all. Okay. Um, well, I hope we get even half as long as that last guy did because he was on for ages. I thought I was going to fall asleep. Okay. Um, well, you you, but, um, you you you're you're close to getting cut off because you've used two words that we can't really say. So oh, I'm so sorry. You know, That's so okay. sorry. I am a complete novice at phone, and then uh, I do okay. apologise. Yes. Okay. Right. Go on. What you got? Um, but so many, so many things to talk about. My God, I wish I had a pen because I'm I'm in holiday B and B, and I don't have a pen, so I've had to try and commit it all to memory. Yes. 
And it's so much, I can't... I don't, I'm well, let's just... Dive, instead of doing the preamble, let's just dive in for the swim. Right, let's okay, get into the well, amble. Let's go first up with the most important thing, Tommy Wiseau on Thursday. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau. I mean, Tommy and Greg on Thursday, I'm meeting them at quarter past one in London. I, oh, I cannot wait. You will be amazing. Well, I've, um, I've heard that he's quite a tricky interview, actually, so it might well, not be. Well, yeah, that's a possibility, but I really hope he shows up and I really hope he does it because the listening public will love him. And They've got a new film guy. out. They, they're here as well as doing the room screenings at the Prince Charles. They've got a new movie out as well, I think. Right. Which I've got a link for, which I'm going to try and watch tomorrow. That's what I'm going to do. Well, I, I, I wasn't aware of that, but thanks for the tip. Well. Um, the other stuff is uh, you mentioned castles a wee while ago and ghosts. Yes. Um, I visited Beaumaris Castle in Wales this morning. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been at all, but oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's an old, have you, oh, there you go, it's an old Edwardian, uh, Edward I castle that wasn't finished. Yes. Um, nice conquer trees round about it and stuff. Lovely, and love thought, a little bit of conquering. Oh, lovely conquer trees. As did the kids. And, uh, there's some lovely low-hanging conquerors that I thought, I'll grab a few of those from my grandson when I go home, because I'm on yes. holiday in Wales, as I say. Yeah. And uh, I grabbed a few conquerors. Yeah. Came back out. Went to the toilet, got in my car, and the battery was flat. And I'm 160 quid out, thanks to those Bomaris ghosts. Or did you leave the lights on? No, no, I didn't. It just my battery just died. The EA guy confirmed it. He says, yeah, the battery's dead. I was like, oh, No, but I'm Sorry. 160 quid out. Well, hang on, batteries um, don't cost 160 quid. No, my one did. My one did. Well, what, is it, what is it, made of jewels? No. Holland? Typical. Well, it's it's you know you need a battery. Those have got the those guys have got the battery. You're paying 160 quid. There you go. Have that. Okay. How far can you bend over? Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. but anyway, that was that. Um, oh my god, there's so many other things I want to talk to you about. The chocolate wrapper stuff last night, hilarious. Love that. Thank you. Um, and um, before I forget, um, Fenella Fielding. Apparently, yeah, uh, what a woman passed away. Oh, what so a woman! Yeah, yeah great actor, coming, of course. Great performer, yep. funny, oh, sexy, yep. um, oh, mischievous. Amazing. Great performer, oh. amazing eyes, funny lisp type when, thing. Whenever I put on false eyelashes, which is not very often, I was worried that I'm going to look like Vanilla Fielding because her eyes always looked a little bit off. Oh, do, oh, they did. They're a little bit. It's great yeah. though. Yeah. You great could look. do worse than look like Vanilla Fielding back in her heyday. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. beautiful women. I'm all right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, there's a few things for you just to throw us really. I'm kicking myself now, because when I come off this phone, I'm going to be, oh, I should have said this, and I should have said that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, great show, guys. Thanks right. so much for having me on. Sean, and... thank you very much indeed. It's been an absolute pleasure. We will speak again soon. 0344 499 Empty switchboard, guys. So that means anything can happen in the next 40 minutes. <gasps> um, but it's up to you. We're like, this show is like a, um, a choose-your-own-adventure book fighting fantasy book you you decide which, where this goes um generally you drive it into tedium but let's let's see if we can make it a bit of fun oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is tour radio take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio i think i'm in something like the matrix and so are you the late night alternative hello hello with ian lee is there anybody out there on talk radio hello oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We spoke yesterday about um, the idiots, the idiots, man, the idiots that um, have personalised number plates, and they're, they're, these people are idiots. It's, not, it's nothing. It's a number plate. Who cares? 
Who can just just change the name to RJ six two TNZ if that if it's that important to you, change the name to that. And by the way, if that is your number plate, you've got twenty minutes to call us and claim your um, five pound cash prize. Um, the ultimate registration plate for a Rolls Royce owner <clears throat> has sold for. Guess how much? All right, so the registration plate is R R one. R R one. Guess how much that sold for? Ten thousand pounds. Yep. Try it again. Up. Yes, mate. Fifty thousand pounds. Up. A hundred thousand pounds. Four hundred and sixty thousand pounds. I mean, come on. The ultimate registration plate for a Rolls Royce owner has sold for four hundred and sixty thousand pounds. The second highest price paid at auction. That's the second highest price. RR1 was described as one of the most special plates in the world before its sale at the Goodwood Revival in West Sussex. I don't know what that means. It failed to make the half a million pound Bonham's guide price, but it cost £100,000 more. It cost £100,000 more than a Rolls Royce. <clears throat> But it cost £100,000 more than a new Rolls-Royce Phantom, the firm's top-of-the-range limo. This is how stupid these people are. That's stupid. I bet he's a vapist as well. It's a bloke and it's a vapist. Yeah. It's a piece of plastic and it's only given value because you divs are willing to pay it. For the same price, you could buy 65 Dacia Sanderos, the UK's cheapest new car. The plate was bought by an unnamed buyer. <clears throat> it is not known whether it is an investment or will go on to a Rolls-Royce. The most expensive registration plate was 25.0, which sold for £518,000 four years ago. Why is that expensive, 25.0? Um, 25.0, I don't know, 25.0. 250. 250. What does that mean? What does matter. it mean? doesn't need to mean anything. Good evening, Nigel. Are you all right? I'm very well, thank you very much. What you got for us, Nigel? Well, I want to talk about number plates because another number plate that sold years ago was 51 NGH. Hang on, let me write this down. I've got this. 51. Sing. N. Sing. N for November. Jeeper Golf H for Hotel. Sing. That's right. There we go. That's over 250,000 pounds. People are idiots. Um, The Sing family are idiots. I'm not going to say every Sikh is an idiot, but... So, I'm, I'm no, I'm not. I'm you that the DBLA in about the early 90s or the late 80s were very clever because before DBLA was formed, it was a local vehicle licensing office, as you see. Yeah. And they bought... And they you, by the way, formed. Nigel, I'm using your phone call. I hope you don't mind, but um, I'm using your phone call to buy a Zoom H6 recorder because the place I ordered it from previously just told me they won't get it in time for our show in Brighton, so I'm having to order it from somewhere else. So I'm just using your phone call, Nigel. I'm listening. I'm paying full attention, but I'm using it as a little buffer. Away you go. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Let's, let's zoom together. So consequently, DBLA was formed and they had loads of stock of number plates. Then they started doing DBLA cherished auctions. Oh. And that's how the market suddenly took off. Everyone that buys a personalised number plate is an idiot. Well, you know something? In America, they're called fantasy plates. They're about $60. Oh. So here they're like, 
Well, you said tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of pounds. Yeah. Well, they, crazy, they, crazy money. Just, just go and buy a car. Do, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? And the other thing is, if you're being a bit naughty and having something which you shouldn't have out of your relationship, Sorry? people know where you are, because you're oh, I've seen that car there again. Yeah, ex- exactly. Well, the, 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 at least, maybe it's a good thing, at least it keeps people uh, fidelitous um, and not cheating us. Thank you very much indeed, Nigel. It's appreciated. 03444991000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. You'd be very, very welcome. There we go. Order! Order placed! Oh, I've got into my credit card. Can you do something, Kath, while I'm doing this? Because I yeah. think this is important. Yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Here we go. Great Gran passes driving test 50 years after she took her first lesson and says she never thought of giving up. My initial thoughts? She shouldn't be allowed. She's obviously not very good. But hang on, maybe she started 50 years ago and didn't continue. Let's give her a chance, Catherine. OK, let's read the rest of the story. My credit card has been... My debit card, I don't have a credit card, has been denied. Oh, I hate it when they do that. A great-grandmother has finally passed her driving test more than half a century after taking her first lesson. June Evans started learning in 1967, but gave up after four lessons to focus on raising her two sons. This is a misleading story. Okay, okay. But the 75... Why is it misleading? Well, because the suggestion is she's just passed and she's been driving, she's been trying to take it for 50 years. No, she hasn't. That's not what the headline says at all. The headline says she started, she had her first lesson 50 years ago and she's just passed the test. Yeah, it says she never thought of giving up. Well, she did give up. She let it go for however long. Let's well, continue. Well, I don't think that that's just just poor, putting something on pause isn't giving up. When I when I'm watching EastEnders that I've taped the night before and I pause it to go for a, a, a shit, and then and then um, make a sandwich for uh, fifty years, and then come back. All right, have I given? I haven't given up. We'll on discuss EastEnders. this when you've been to the toilet for fifty years and then come back because that to me feels like more of a commitment than the EastEnders. I haven't. Cu- I haven't given up. Yeah. A technology will have changed in 50 years. You won't be able to watch it anymore. Well, so don't talk I'm nonsense. Using the fact that I'm taping it implies that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, uh, using old tech anyway. No. Get to Get to it. I'm still trying to order this now. So she gave up in 1967. It says gave up. She gave up after four lessons to focus on raising her two sons. Okay. So then, she, then in the title it says she never thought about giving up. She didn't think about giving up. She gave up, though. Let's be honest. Really, really, this tone is... uh... But the 75-year-old, who now has three grandchildren and one great-grandchild, never gave up on her dream of driving. She returned to the road last year after husband Brian, 83, decided to quit driving because of his age. He taught June in the couple's BMW 5 Series and after failing her test three times, she passed on her fourth try last week on the day of her 57th wedding anniversary. Ah... June, a retired hairdresser from Great Bar in the West Midlands, says... Great, it's a great area. I'm trying to relieve me youth. I felt confident with but, Brian yeah, in got, the car. We've had our old, ups and downs got, and a few choice words have doing, been said. You're doing the brummy, but you're not doing the old. You've got to do, right, hang on. do the two. I'm trying to relieve me youth. There we go. I felt confident with Brian in there the car. We We're in. We've had our ups and downs and a few choice words have been said. There we go. We got it. We're but in. he's been a real help. I couldn't have done it without him. I never thought of giving up. <laughs> I wanted to do it so badly. Sorry, the pause is because they put lots of big pictures, like big misty yeah, pictures of her that, in the olden they? days. They do that. It feels good doing 60 miles per hour on the dual carriageway. No, you should be doing 70. No, you should. No, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 70 is um, the limit. It's not a target. Yeah. 
But it feels good doing 60, June. Do 70, it'll feel even better. No. Especially for everyone else. Don't you who you're oh, holding you're up. the worst kind of driver I've discovered since doing my speed You've got to be brisk, mate. No, you don't. Don't hold up the traffic. No, you've got to be safe. You can be is done. It... You know you can be done for driving too slowly. Yeah, but it's 60 is not too slowly. It's not you've got to drive slowly. according to conditions. Yeah, exactly. 60 is a perfectly safe thing. Gives me gives me plenty of oomph if I want to overtake. And also, it's a steady pace. You're wrong on that one. No, you're wrong. No, I'm not. I've just done a speed awareness course. I've not had I to do the one. Speeds. I've not had to do one. Because you drive like an idiot. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Never been caught, mate. It, there, that's the attitude. Never been caught. Did you see um, Brian McFadden? I was trained by a police pursuit driver. All right, mate. Um, yeah, you were trained by a police pursuit driver to do this. Not to drive a car. That is incredible. Did you see Brian McFadden got banned from yeah. driving? And he, so he started tweeting... He sh- shot his mouth off. He's tweeting, oh, I'm from Ireland. I only got to 39... I only got a 39 and a 30. Yeah, yeah, yes, can all go and screw yourselves. I got lost my licence. And someone replied, no, you didn't lose your licence for that. You lost it because you had too many points. Then you're an idiot. Yeah. I lost my licence for that. Go. Here we go. Here we go. She's still talking. You're very rude. She's an old lady. No. Feels good doing 60 miles per hour on the dual carriageway. Feels good doing 69 on the dual carriageway. You know what I'm talking about, lads? That's an instant ban. If they catch you... Which they will, because you can't see. Depends. No, you can. You could do it. (laughs) Stop it! It feels good doing 60 miles per hour on the dual carriageway. So always remember to stick to speed limit wherever I am. I'm not fast, but I can put my foot down on the open road. I've not had any accidents since learning how to drive. I think I'm quite a good driver. Bet she's a nightmare. The oldest Brit to pass their test was Eileen Ash from Norfolk in 2015, aged 105, should not be allowed on the road. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that story, ladies and gents. Night-night. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Someone's complaining about your accent. You're not doing Brummy, you're doing. Meaning moaning. You're not doing Brummy, you're doing Black Country. Oh, well. Let's close, not bring race into close it. Close enough. You all sound the same to everyone else. Uh, flipping it, listen to you, mank. <laughs> I've been accused of being a scouser before. Take it. Stop moaning. What happened to... Um, what happened to the naked rambler? Oh, didn't you get told to pack it in? We got told to pack it in a lot. He went to prison a lot. Uh. Google him. See if we can find out what he's up to. Dirty, dirty bugger. <laughs> he's the fella that uh, rambled in the nude and then, then got, got upset when he kept getting arrested. Of course you got arrested, you dirty boy. No one wants to see that. <clears throat> um, no, imagine coming around the corner and you see that. Terrifying. But um, he, he was always getting told to pack it in. Um, but he didn't. He packed it out. Britain's naked rambler, who spent more than a decade on a nude crusade, has a, decided a to wear side. clothes so he can take his sick mother for walks. Well, that's not... No, no. He's let the side down there. He should be taking her for walks and he should be naked. If she wants to be naked, that's up to her. She's seen it all before. That's up to her. She wants to strip off. I've got no problems with that. But the fact that he isn't as committed to his beliefs as he had us... He's using her as a, a beard. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh. 
Stephen Goff, 57, has spent much of the last decade behind bars over his refusal to wear clothes after he first took to wandering naked in 2003. Dirty boy. But he's putting aside his staunch belief in trekking with his clothes off so he can take care of his dementia-suffering mother, Nora, 89, and take her for strolls without being arrested. His vow comes just three months after his latest jail spell for public nudity. So this was April 2016. What? And then it goes on about all the different things he's done with now on. Um, like what? Land's End to John O'Groats, 2003. Nothing but a rucksack, hat and boots. He, walked all the, he didn't walk all the way, did he? Well, he'd have to walk through towns. He was locked up several times as he attempted a repeat trip two years later with his then-girlfriend, Melanie Roberts. Was she naked? I'm guessing. What does she look like? He was quite muscular, wasn't he? Wasn't he? He was quite... Yeah, he's, he's wiry, you know. He's an outdoorsy type of bloke. There he is, with his clothes on. You won't recognise him. Oh, obviously, yeah, okay. <laughs> Girlfriend, yeah. Right. yeah sure. Do you want to know what else he, would, he did? Yeah, I'd love to, actually. The ex-Marine revealed his mother, oh, had Re- also suffered a stroke. There we go. Mr. Well, Mr. Goff from Eastleigh, Hampshire, said at the moment what's appropriate is looking after my mum and she needs 24-hour care. If she wants to go for a wander, I'll get dressed and go with her. What time it is? Whatever time it is. Hang on, he'll get, so it means he's naked in the house I with her? he might live in a naked house, yeah. Obviously, I'm clothed when I'm doing all this. I'd get arrested if I wasn't, and then she'd have no one to look after her. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. There are some families that live naked, naked and that, house. to me, that is highly inappropriate. I've never seen my dad's privates, and I don't miss it. Yeah. No. Um. That's weird. Listen, if you want to do that in, if you want to do that in the house with your partner, fine. That's great. fine. I think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. That's fine. Do whatever. I walk, whatever. I like to walk around in pants. Do whatever. But you got kids Do you walk around there? like naked in front of the cat? No, I don't. No, no, I don't. Because she's quite judgy. She is very judgy. You you um, locked eyes with her when she was doing a poo the other day. No, it was the most uncomfortable thing. Really, no one wins in that situation. No one I couldn't wins. look away. Um, but when you got kids there, <laughs> that is that is yeah, messed up. No. That, that is a very, very strange thing. And um, it's like nudist beaches. Kids uh, kids going naked on the beach up to a certain age, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that because kids... But if you're specifically going to a nudist beach so that you can be nude with your kids and with other st- other strangers, no. that's not right. And that also doesn't feel very protective of... I don't know, That doesn't that doesn't feel right to me. But maybe know. that's because we've grown up in a extremely Sensible. closeted environment. And, well, we've got closets and we put clothes in there. Um, I when I lived in Spain, we had a friend called Lotta from Finland. Yeah, and she oh, a, a Lotta from Finland. Come on, she, that's not bad. And she used to talk like that, Lotta. We used to call her Lotta Love. Yeah, because a, she was very, you know, she was very liberated. A Lotta from a Lotta from Finland. Hmm? A Lotta. F- a lot of from Finland. Yeah, there are a lot. No, no, she but I'm doing her name. As well. I'm doing her name. Go on. A lot of from Finland. She's called Lotta. Yeah, Lotta from Finland. Lotta from Finland. Lotta from, a Lotta from Finland. Yeah. I'm doing a joke. Anyway, I met her through my friend Fernando, an actual person called Fernando. Wow. And uh, I said, oh, hi, Lotta. How did you meet Fernando? She said, well, me and my twin sister, we were in the sauna and we met Fernando and his brother Diego and we got to talking. And um, I spoke to Fernando and Diego, and they were all in the nuddy at the time, apparently. All of them. And that's how they met. There's, um, what's that, Spielplatz? 
Spielplatz in uh, near St Albans. And there's it? nice, but good, the good folk, good folk, but but deviants. I went there. <laughs> local radio, everyone goes there to record a piece. I didn't take my kit off. I've never been. Um, but uh, well, they tricked me because most of the people there were, you know, you, what, average specimens. What you'd expect from nudists, you know what I mean? But they brought in. They brought in. You. Um, they had a couple of ringers there. They, they honestly, they had a, there was a couple of ringers on display. They'd brought in some ringers. No, they had. There was there were two ringers there. Um, I couldn't stop staring at these ringers. You know what I mean, don't you, Carol? Hello. They brought in two beautiful women. Did you flash up the bat signal? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a ringer. You'd be very disappointed if you went to a nudist beach. Why? Because there's no supermodels on there. No, that's what I'm saying. It's um, overweight German ladies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes, or after a certain age, people should keep the clothes on. What is that age, Carol? Because I'd imagine you you must be very close to it. Close to it, I've passed it. Well, keep them on then, you silly sausage! Yeah, but I was 55 when... I'd had that photograph taken. Oh, and what are you now, 61? So, um, 61. I missed my birthday in a couple of weeks. Oh, you're going to be 62? So, yeah, no, I'm a 61. I'm, cause I'm, what, hang on, you're 61? I'm close, to the, I'm close to the age of being 61. OK. My so birthday is only a few weeks ago. Uh, go- a few, um, what am I on? I, I don't know, but I know what <laughs> you'd like to be on. time. Oh, Yes. Ninth of October. Oh, happy birthday! Yes, not here yet. No, I know. I'm just getting used to saying how old I am. You're getting used. Used to. You're getting used to. I phoned up for a story to tell Kath. Okay, away you go. You speak to Kath about ghosts. Go on. Um, I've always said she she that my house is. I think my house is haunted, but I don't mind. I don't mind who lives here. They don't take any room up. So, um, anyway, I had my friend, Mr Cynic, who came to help me... It's a funny name. ...to write some letters, because they were quite difficult to write, you know, real personal stuff. And um, <laughs> Anyway, he's, one time he was there, he... Sh- he started yelling, Carol, Carol, come here, come here, quick. Because I'm upstairs trying to find a document out of a paper mountain on my hands and knees, and he's shouting me. Assume the position, Carol. What's the matter? matter?" He said, I have just seen a ghost in your kitchen, a real ghost, a proper ghost. Yep, not one of them fake ones. He said, I've never thought I'd ever see that. And I said to him, I thought my house was haunted. You didn't believe me, did you? So what was the ghost he saw? Go on. He he said, Mr Cynic, like you, Miss Cynic, or Mrs. Mrs. if you don't mind. Mrs. Mm -hmm. Sorry, honey. It's all right, sweetheart. He saw a ghost in my kitchen. What shape, ghost? What shape? It was like a a dark grey apparition. It's not like somebody's walking about with a sheet on their head. You don't see ghosts like, like that. someone's having a fag. You see... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so there you go. Never say never. Because you just don't know what is going to happen. Beautiful because story, Karen. 
Do you, do you remember Theresa May and that silly question? And she said she was running through a cornfield and yeah. all that. What's the naughtiest thing you've ever done in your life? That is not the right answer. Go on, what is the, the naughtiest right thing you've ever done in your life? Is, do you know what the right answer is? I'm terrified Well, I don't to know, because out. I'm not dead yet. Yes, Carol! Oh, Carol. So I don't know what I might get up to next week. I think we've got a good idea, mate. Nice to talk to you, Carol. Yeah, take care. Ta-ra, then. Ta-ra. I'll see you soon. OK, thank you very much. Um, OK, this is Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, you'd be very welcome. Paul Ross is on at one. Can't wait for that. It means we finish. It means we finish and we're done. I've not read this story. I see a lot of people have talked about it today, but let's um, right, let's have it. Let's then. read it. Let's read it. Let's really read this story before before we tear a, a new a hole. <laughs> Kirsty, the headline is Kirsty also. My boys spent too long on their iPad, so I smashed them. The boys? Any parent sick of trying to prize their children's gadgets from their grip can surely sympathise. TV presenter Kirsty Allsop has revealed she smashed up her son's iPads in front of them after they continued to play video games beyond the time period she had permitted. I have to say, this. uh, she does really like to um, spend a lot of money, doesn't she? And like to the well, fact she is very wealthy. And but then she makes stuff. Yeah, you're going to make an iPad out of bits of glass and well, plastic and microchips you got lying around. I'm going to say early doors that this story has a waft of the well about it. Okay, sorry. I don't get the reference. I'm smelling mouldy bullshit. The mother of Bay Atlas, 12, and Oscar Hercules, 10, said she went to extreme lengths when the boys refused to stop playing online games Fortnite and PUBG, both of which, of course, concern over addiction levels among youngsters in lazy newspapers like the Daily Mail, from which I'm reading this. Miss Allsop, 47, sold Channel 5's Jeremy Vine show yesterday. This is the first time I've said this publicly. In June, I smashed my kids' iPads. Not in a violent way. I actually banged them on, banged them on the table leg. Explaining her reasons, she added, there is a game called Fortnite and another PUBG, and I decided that we had made all sorts of rules and all sorts of times when we said you can't play them and all those rules got broken. In the end, I said, right, that's it. I have to physically break them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's her, that's her fault the rules are getting broken. Yeah. That's her fault. Here's, here's other things you can do. Like, reinforce the rules that you've set. Or, if they're still ignoring you, turn the Wi-Fi off. Asked how... She, well, well, no, no. Yeah. Well, no, because yeah. that doesn't work. Well, no, well, no. They're no. playing online games. Turn the Wi-Fi off. Okay, well, then they'll just play a game that isn't online. Okay, well, I'll have to think about it. Well, then, so then you've got to smash it. So she's right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Ask how she did it. The Location Location presenter, who had her children with property developer husband Ben Anderson. Well, in the usual way. But is also stepmother to his two older sons, which is unusual. Isn't that good of her? It was remarkably easy. I didn't intend to speak about it, but it's come up now. Um, with after causing a stir with the admission, 
with some people suggesting she might have been better off simply confiscating the expensive gadgets. Oh, this is boring. Last ten minutes of the show, give us a call. What TV programmes do you remember? 0344, we'll take calls straight to air. 0344 499 1000. We had so much fun yesterday with my topics, um, even though someone tried to weigh them down with boring topics. Yeah. My topics are fun. So I thought for the last ten minutes, it's everybody boring stories, and I'll just okay, stick to my can topic. Okay, can I, can I? No, because your topic I? will drag right, well, us down. Well, no, you've inspired me. You're right. You okay. Know? You're right, and I can see that yours is okay. more successful than okay. mine. Okay, oh, three, four, so four, four, nine, nine, I've learned thousand. something from you. Okay. I'd like to launch a, another phone in. Yeah, please. What can you remember? Okay. What anything can you remember? Okay, except for TV programmes, because that's my phone in. Okay, what so. other things can you remember? Okay, so the two phones we've got now, and I bet I still get more phone calls than yours. Um, is so the two uh two phone call two phone ins, two phone ins now. Um, my one. What TV programs do you remember? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, and we'll take calls straight to air. And Catherine's, what other things apart from TV programs do you remember? Yeah. So uh, let's get some calling. Uh, let me get the calling music up because this this is gonna this is gonna kick off. Okay. Um, I'm getting ready for it to kick off. Okay. Kick right off. Here we go. Right, so do it now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand TV shows you remember, and other things you also remember. Other things that you also remember, <laughs> and uh, this is talk radio. And away we go. Here we go. Let's hear from you. Come on. Forgotten. That's fine. I'm just thinking. They're trying to remember. It's not easy just to remember remember TV shows. I should have done things you've forgotten. That's tomorrow. Hello, line one. You're on the air. What have you called in for, please? Yeah, full guy. Thanks very much for calling. One nil to me. Uh, hello, line two. You're on the wireless. What have you called in for, please? TV shows you remember. Away you go. Shocky. Thanks scared for me to death when I was younger. Thanks I, very I much don't for calling. I don't he remembers that. I think he's just copying people oh, that mate. do remember. So, we've had two calls on TV shows you remember. Zero calls on things you remember, apart from TV shows. Both of those were slightly dull. No, 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 no. There was content. All, here's the thing. All made were, it, they made a noise. Hang on a second. Let me go to uh, line three. Line three. What have you called in for, please? Stick of the dump and parsnips. Thank you very much indeed. I want each. He was on speakerphone, so it didn't really count. But he did keep it short, unusually. So, bonus points. No, those bonus points are awarded to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Line six, what have you called in for, please? I've got one, a TV show. Well, cartoon. Super Ted. Thanks very much for calling. It's appreciated. Yeah, up yours. 4-1. All really boring, you noticed. I want some remembrances. I think because mine requires a bit of extra work, this is very lazy. This is a shit topic. 
three four. I'm just threatened. Four nine nine one thousand is the uh, phone number. We're taking calls on um, TV shows you remember, <clears throat> and other things you remember, and other things you remember. You might have nearly forgotten them, but that's still remembering. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is kind of phony, phony music. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Invent the dab. Just waiting for the phone calls. If you've called in already, you can call in again with the same TV show if you'd like. Because you still like remember to, it. I'd like to hear it again, actually. I'd like to be reminded of your memories. So 0344 <laughs> 499 1000. Four, four calls for me, one for Catherine. Beautiful memories, beautiful times. This is the kind of person that calls in for your topic. Stephen says on Twitter, I was going to phone in about the flipping cath topic, but after 40 seconds realised I was typing the numbers into the Virgin remote and not my mobile phone. <laughs> I may put the drink down and go to bed and try again tomorrow. Oh, That's the kind of person no, but he remembered, that calls him for he, you. He remembered himself. Come in, Paul. Come in, Paul. I'm Googling images of Michael Flatley now because I'm remembering him. He can enfilate himself. Well, what? It's true. You're Michael Flatley. He's the lord of that dance. Yeah, no, seriously. That's, that's, a, that's a fact, isn't it? I, w- I wouldn't have dreamt something like that. You might have. Hang on a second. Uh, line one, what have you called in for? Hello? Oh, yes, I called in for um, something I remember that is not a TV show. Yes, oh, away mates. you go. Away you go. Yes, yes, yes. It's actually, it's really good that you've uh, given me this opportunity, actually, because there's a song which I heard a few years ago, which I don't know what it is, and maybe you know someone out there. All right, mate, hurry up. Come on. Don't want your life story. It's not Simon and Garfunkel, but it is. it did have the sound of silence, and it did sound like it was from the 70s. Right, um, that's, 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 of course, it's a waste of my, my life. Um, hello, Line 2. What have you called in for? White dog poo. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, I remember that. Line 3, what I have you called in for? Hello, I just, want, I just remembered that I went to the tour this morning, then the door knocked, and just has me asked sit on the set. So that's oh. what I've remembered. Okay, thank you. These are the kind of calls that people that phone don't for your care, topic. Don't care, I'm winning, I'm winning. Line one, your, what have you called in for, please? A stick of the dumb and the parsnips. Thank you very much indeed. And line two, what have you called in for? I, uh, I've um, called in, it's Carol again, sorry, I oh, thought Jesus. this, yeah? you know. Okay. Right, I remember why I didn't listen to all your show last night. Okay, why was that? Because, because my cat, I was just settling down north as a snug in bed. She fetched me a mouse in. Live mouse in my bedroom, ten past eleven. 
Thanks very much for your call. I saw the weirdest thing today. Paul Ross is here. Hello, Good Paul. morning. So the weirdest thing was driving my kid back from school, and on a main road, I saw a cat on the pavement with a mouse in its mouth, and there was a guy who was out walking a dog, and he didn't want the dog to disturb the cat. So he was stood back, pulling the dog, and he was beckoning the cat. <laughs> to come forward and go past him. Off you go. He was, he was like, come, come on, come on. So, so the cat would go past him so he could carry on. And the cat, of course, ignoring <laughs> the him. The cat was just stood there with a mouse yeah. in its mouth. I've got my mouse, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> what have you got on your show tonight? On the Paul? show tonight, we're talking about the, the milk of paradise. We've got a oh. great woman on a writer broadcast called Lucy English. steady. Lucy English, who's written the definitive history of opium and oh. human beings' relationship with opium. It's an oh, absolutely I astonishing book. It goes all the way back to Neolithic times. Yeah. Did you know that Marcus Aurelius, who wrote the Meditations, Roman Emperor, was an opium addict? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. William but... Wilberforce, who ended the slave trade, was an opium addict. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. Christopher Wren, Sir Christopher Wren, operated on dogs and injected opium into their veins to check the effect it had on them. <laughs> Throughout human history, it's been central to our life. It's going to be an astonishing chat. I hope it's oh. a brilliant book. So it's called The Milk of Paradise, yeah. as in, you know... For here, the milk of paradise is drunk and all that from Kubla yeah. Khan. So we've got that on the show. And we've got London royalty, a pearly queen. Oh. I love a cockney knees up. It's the pearly oh. queen and King's Harvest Festival this weekend. We often have a, an event for the weekend. Yeah. Happening in London, big parade. They've even got this year, they reckon, dancing goats in the parade, which I'm looking forward to. Mate, I love it. Paul. I'll get me goat. Paul Ross will be on at one. Before that, we've got time for one last call. It's Even Stevens it's not, on I'm the winning. topics. No, it's not. It's not the tally. It's Even Stevens. So let's see. Line one, what have you called in for, please? I remember the days before Facebook and mobile phones when you phoned your mate's landline. Oh, sorry, go away. Yes. Line two, <laughs> line two, what have you called in for, please? Spangles and parsnips. All right. But, oh, but yes. Oh, yes. about parsnips. I've never heard of them. We're done. Oh, no, we're not. Hang on a minute. Line three. Come on. Probably one of Cass. Yes. I get, am I getting the waft of the well in here? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. What do you want? Um, a mechanical elephant called Jumbo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be one of those shows where I'm, my boss is going to phone up and say, um, can we have the money back for that one? <laughs> Was a bit I would like to spend the next four hours just replaying the last five minutes. <laughs> oh. Seriously. That Stay was different, cr- different gravy. <laughs> Paul Ross, we're back tonight at 10. Thank you, Sam. Ta-ta.